The following content is rated N for nigga, not for the melanin impaired. Discretion advised. Start the show. Sometimes you gotta let them know you should if, if you're if you're going to be melanin impaired, uh, have have a melan have someone have someone with you have have a chaperone with you. The best way to end up without stuff in your butt. See see see, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals <laughs> opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the weak and foolishness you and fuckery. He had a pool sick. I am your boy Ain't Oz. That call him God. Hey, hey, hey. What? Focus. I, Tell him who you are. value Mr. Feeney. Trying to impart knowledge right now. Is that what's happening? What? Yes. <laughs> he didn't understand that comment. I am in shock. It's not that I didn't understand. I am in shock. Why? Only static shock. I can't believe you can't believe it. I, I, What's up, Static? <laughs> Tell him who you are, nigga. He said Static Shark. I'm the oh. fluent one. Okay. I, I need more coffee. I We have run you a little ragged, and you didn't get any sleep last I night. I didn't do shit. I did not sleep last night. I was working overnight. Yeah, he's an adult. Nigga, Life what, did that. Whatever <laughs> happens at this table, you, you are complicit. You will always be complicit. No, that's not how life works. That's hey. how our life works. That's how We've been friends long enough that that's how life works. Correct. Yes. What kind of bad family logic is that? The the fuck? It, like most of the most of the shit most of the fuck shit I've gotten into over the years, you were complicit on some level. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna start making you. Complicit. And most of the fu- and most of the fuck shit you've gotten into over the years, I can I can account for at least sixty percent of it. That's a nice egg roll you have over there, dude. Shout out to the new listeners. <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing here? <laughs> What the fuck are y'all doing here? If y'all didn't jump ship by now, they heard about the bourbon with this little open. I don't know what to tell you. Um, hey man, shout out to my homeboy Melvin. I can't believe this dude. What up, Melvin? That dude was like, "Hey man, I, I listen to y'all, man." Oh, it was Melvin said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What's up, Melvin? Yeah. Didn't see that coming, man. Okay. I, I yeah, I would not have figured him listening to this shit. I, Very I, refined young man. He was like, he brings people with him. I was gonna say. Melvin is one of the, is one of the few friends I have that I can genuinely say classes up the joint. Yeah, I would not have seen that coming, and he has been shit. present for some of the fuck shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's a story time for your ass on Patreon. <laughs> My God, uh, what a what a cluster fuck of shit that was. Patreon was fun, and I already and and what's funny is Patreon today was Euphonic fun. already knows what I'm talking about. He, he just he just had to silently chuckle to himself. Um, some of the Patreons, some of the potential Patreons and story times that y'all don't hear from us, from the fuck shit between, um, among the three of us at this table over the years. I have no fuck shit. I am a clean, upstanding, 
boring gentlemen. I have, you know what? No. There's no, there's no kind of fuck shit that ever happens Uh-oh. around me, to C-A-P. me, near me. C A P. Involving Flag me. Flag on the play. <laughs> cap. It's cap. It's cap. It's cap. Not gonna let that happen. Not gonna let that happen. Cap. But, but what if I don't have $20 for Patreon? Cap huh? Stone, Captain America. You don't need $20 for Patreon. Patreon is very affordable. Every tier is under $10. You get you got one what? you got $1, you got $5, you got $8. I like those tiers. I like those tiers. Now the $5 and $8 is where you really want to be where you really want to be to be a part of the weekly fuckery. We put out, let me tell you something. We put out more content we record more content than your average like non non sponsored non celebrity uh, podcast. I guarantee you, they're not doing in Houston. They're not doing what we're doing. On your ass, Joe Rogan. We on your ass. Hey, 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 hey relax, relax. <laughs> we don't need the problems. Relax, <laughs> relax. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't need the Rogan Knights on my ass, Doug. <laughs> I don't care about the fan bases. I, I care. No, no. I care about that fan base. I, I'll take them the on. Rogan Knights are not wrapped too tight. I will take them on. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm glad you feel like that. That could be a random segment. Shout out against the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Which fan base can flew and piss off this week? <laughs> Shout out to the new listeners, the old listeners, the first times, the last times, the long time. Shout out to everybody on SoundCloud. Shout out to everybody on Google, iHeart, Spotify, uh, basically anywhere quality content is disseminated. Shout out to all my niggas out there on Patreon. Uh, got a new got a new episode coming up for y'all. Um, probably as you're as you're listening to this, um, ideally like Monday morning, Monday afternoon, probably something like that. It's good. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, we address a lot of things that y'all think we're going to address on this episode. Um, uh, shout outs to, I did have a shout out and I completely forgot who I was going to shout out. Shout out DJ Byrne. Shout out to DJ Byrne. Shout out to DJ Byrne. Uh, hang it, hang in there, stay in the fight. We got your back. We love you, dog. Um, oh man, I well no, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for the RIP section actually. Um, want to give flowers? It, anybody y'all want to give flowers to first? Anyone? Moms and anyone fighting cancer, you got this. Amen. Amen. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Fluent, what do you got for me? Anything? My brain is still in space. It's okay. It's okay to say nothing. It's all good. Um, wanted to give shout outs to... No, no, I'm going to wait on that one. It's cool. It's cool. That, that deserves a little more time than this is for. Um, I want to give flowers to the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> you are so serious. If you have not heard, uh, we, 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 we briefly, I briefly mentioned it last week because it was happening at the time. If you've not heard in the week, if if you haven't reached out to your cowboy fan friends to check on your strong friends, uh, 
the Cowboys, as we are recording this, are home where they belong in Dallas uh, with their leather shorts and tall tees in Oak Cliff. Enjoying this cold weather like every other Texan. Enjoying this cold weather as they ain't got shit to do on the weekends but go to Neiman Marcus and Big T's. Um, the Dallas Cowboys were sent home in the Green Bay, and it's the Green Bay Packers' fault. It's one of the only times you'll hear me um, praise Aaron Rodgers. Um, bam. Y'all let the COVID quarterback beat y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, man. They, like... It just feels so good, man. I another <laughs> another somebody on Twitter said Jerry. Somebody on Twitter said Jerry Jones ain't been this mad since they let Ruby Bridges go to school. Airports. Was so mean on the internet. Oh man. Oh fuck Jerry Jones. He deserves it. Uh, so do the Cowboys. They're home. Why? With He's they're, paid more black people. In America. Hey, did you hear how he was talking about them people? Did you hear how he was talking about uh, his own players when all that, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Ka- uh, Kaepernick shit was going on? Mm-hmm. He said them niggas, he, I mean, I'm not quoting him directly, but he basically said, them niggas better not jump out of pocket fucking with me. Them niggas better know their place. I, I mean, don't you like when your racism is up front? I like when my racism is up front. Um, I would have. I mean, I like a lot of things. Don't mean. Don't mean. I need to keep it. It need to keep it going. No, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that nigga. Fuck Jerry. Uh, jo- Jerry. Jerry Jones is gonna survive a nuclear winter. Of course, it'll be him, the Roaches, and Donald Trump. It's gonna be like it, you know, Futurama, where they have like the heads, the head of like Richard Nixon. Mm-hmm. They gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna Disney uh, uh, cryo freeze his head. I promise you. Uh, but I will say I, what I hope happens to Trump is more along the lines of Rick and Morty, that Jerry episode where he puts the uh, varnish on himself. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. You're right. <laughs> no, somebody going to fuck that up, but on purpose. They're going to they, they gonna, they, they gonna fuck up freezing his head. Oops. Oh. A little cracking the, crack the, crack the tank there. Because um, we don't want him waking up like Demol- Demolition Man. We don't want that. Um. The Green Bay Packers are my. I'm the president of their fan club right now. I really am. I think I. I they're they're my MVP. No matter what happens. Um, who are they playing next? Maybe they're playing Pittsburgh. Are they playing Pittsburgh? I don't remember. Either way, how are you feeling about the Texans? You feeling confident, or you don't care because they're. I believe in look, boys. I I I have mixed feelings about the Texans. Uh, on one hand. I am here for even if they don't get even if they don't win today, they got further than the Cowboys. So that's all that really matters. We are we have reestablished who uh, Texas's real team is and who the superior Texas team is. Um, the Cowboys did what they always do: folded, uh, folded completely, folded like a chair. They folded. Fuck them. Every time and everybody. And every year they do this. Every year they they win one more game than usual and then go Super Bowl bound, baby. Coach, why is our playbook called origami? Son, because we folded. Because it folded. And some they need to go ahead and give Dak his Band-Aid and cut him. <laughs> Dak is not the superhero that y'all thought he was. He's not. He's not. Because he does this every time in the playoffs. 
That nigga threw like three pick sixes. Like, like he, they lost by the amount of points that the Texans won by. Well, see, you forget that in the second half of any given Sunday, what happens is Willie Beeman throws up. That's true. And then he plays and then he the gets best game together. of his life. Yeah. You know, we never saw Dak throw up. We never saw Dak throw up. That's well, true. I know what it is, bro. Next time, you got to got to choke a, in a different way I say, so that you can play better I on the say, field. I say, they're choking enough. Yeah. And if that, if that, if that coach ain't, out, ain't the fuck out of there, they're going to get him the fuck out of there. Oh, no, actually, actually, I they know what happened. They kept him? I know what happened. I know what happened. Mike McCarthy? Yep. Are you... Somewhere, yep. somewhere in that room, Tracy Morgan said he wanted a glass table, and they didn't give it to him. And they didn't give it to him. That's why y'all lost, fam. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about with the front office. They don't know what the fuck they're doing over there. Mike McCarthy, any other team, his ass would be out of there. If if the Patriots can finally get rid of Bill Belichick, I was just about to say, where do you think he's gonna go, or do you think he's gonna sit down? People, I think he's going to sit down. People were trying to uh, 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 wish hope him towards the Cowboys. No, no, no. <laughs> they were. No, they no. were. That's what the. That's where the hopes and the discussions were. Hey, he's not going to tarnish his his career like that. I just I look at Belichick leaving the same way I look at Phil Jackson leaving the Bulls. It's like, all right, yeah, but there's still a wealth of knowledge that's just out there like a superpower. Like the front office. Let me tell you something. Without Brady. The front office is sick of Belichick. I already, I, 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 I can feel it. I, I, I grew up in going to schools with these, with these coaches that come to an organization and think they're God, and then they stop being God. <laughs> I guarantee you, the front office is sick of him. You, you don't have the same, you don't have the same weight you had five years ago. Six years ago, whatever. No, 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 no. They're sick of him. It's time for him to go. Uh, the evolution of Gar- oh, that's fun. That's funny. That's funny. It's appropriate. It's appropriate. Um, yeah, this is my favorite time of year. Uh, I call it disappointment week when the Cowboys do what they inevitably do in the first week of playoffs, which is choking the first week of playoffs. I blame um, I blame the fans because you guys didn't watch enough Mad TV. All right, Mad TV had a little segment called "Lowered Expectations." I, you know what? We don't talk enough about that. We don't there's, give that enough shine. There's also a great movie called Groundhog Day. <laughs> and they just been living the same playoff week over and over <laughs> since like 1997. That I knew what you were going to say. Oh my god! Like oh. they ha- like they haven't had any improvements since literally since o- Old Dirty Bastard was alive. Damn. Like Damien Cut, <laughs> like for real. Like Forrest Gump was in theaters the last time the Cowboys were a prospering team. <laughs> no, I shit you not. No, I in the last ten years, they niggas was further along. Than nah, we bro, niggas was the ten years. What are you talking yeah. about? I'm talking about twenty years, twenty five years, nigga. Really? Niggas, niggas were still talking on that big on that big Zach Morris walkie talkie phone when last time the Cowboys were prospering. <laughs> I remember those. Gas was ninety nine cents. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't know we had it so good. We were still getting ninety nine cent hot and spicy McChickens. Like the last time the Cowboys were a prospering football team. 
Everybody that was a cheerleader the last time the Cowboys were a prospering football team is, a is, on, is on hospice care right now. <laughs> oh what the fuck god. are we talking about? Oh my god. You're mean. The You're cow- mean. Rude. The- Rude and uncalled for. <laughs> what the fuck? The Cowboys are... They are the Hufflepuffs of, of Southern football. I shit you not. You were definitely about to piss off a bunch of the a Hufflepuff clan. I said it. I said it. Hey, I said it and Gryffindor coming for the House Cup. Fight me. Fight me. Slytherin all day. I'm t- see, fluent versus the fans, man. That's Slytherin a good all day. That's a good segment, man. <laughs> you said that with a straight face, That's too. That's a good segment. Your, your, your sponsor is literally Lucius Malfoy. Let him go on what the fans, the man. Let him go after Dobby. Fuck that house out. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, this moment, don't ruin my moment. This is for, cow- this is for cowboy slander, okay? <laughs> Let's... Let's keep our eye on the ball here. Oz supports the house elves. <laughs> like the way the East Coast feels about the Knicks, that's the way the South is about the Dallas Cowboys. Like the Dallas Cowboys are literally the team Jacob of Southern football. Like, like you, like how can how can you be such a fan? Like, what did what did Cat Williams say? You have an unnatural allegiance towards losers, and it's not like you. Like, I don't know, man. I, I live with a Cowboys fan, bro. Like, t- they're literally, they are Team Jacob. Like, they are the ones that, like, Team Jacob is the ones that were destined to lose. He's very adamant. It's just about mismanagement of resources. They're, like, there. like, people that fuck with, like, people that still fuck with the Dallas Cowboys probably still fuck with the Confederacy. Why are you still wow. repping something that lost? <laughs> like, like, tried, like, Cowboys fans are the Civil War reenactors. I tried, bro. Of football, they're, like they're, they're holding up the Cowboys flags, talking about it's for culture, right? <laughs> I've never, under, I've never understood the Civil War reenactors. Like, y'all, y'all get up, y'all, like y'all get up early in the morning and y'all reenact losing. <laughs> Patrick Stewart, shock, gasp, what? What kind of fucking losers are you? Like. Like remember in Gladiator? Oh my god. When they sent it when they sent them out there, when they sent them out there to reenact to reenact the Battle of Carthage and they figured out that the Battle of Carthage was something they were supposed to lose and they won anyway, y'all didn't get that memo. Y'all decided to just fold like Massa told you to. Dallas Cowboys are a diaper stain. They are a skid mark. On the underwear of Southern football. They are a disgrace. They are everything that is wrong with Texas athletics. Every single thing. If like if like if those dysfunctional white boys in varsity blues lost, that's y'all. That's y'all. Like, like, remember in Friday Night Lights? When when, the, when at the, the last game, when those niggas, when those big athletically superior niggas just manhandled them white boys on the field <laughs> at every turn, knocked their helmet off and kicked that shit across the field. That's what it's like watching y'all play. That's what it's like. Like it, it, it's an, it's an embarrassment. Y'all are really an embarrassment to what Texas, Texas is, is supposed to be the football capital of the world. Texas is where we make superior football players. 
and y'all have the nerve to get on Al Gore's internet every fucking week and tell everybody that you are that you are and I am quoting God's favorite football team. Y'all are God's favorite football team in the way that a child likes an ant farm. Like if like if that ant farm breaks, y'all ain't gonna do nothing but spray raid and start over. Y'all are a joke. And not even a good one. Like a Joe Coy joke. Like a Dane Cook joke. Just just Dane Cook up there making Godzilla noises. You're not even a good joke. The Dallas Cowboys are the most ridiculous franchise in the history of, in the history of athletics. They really are, and the fandom only makes it worse. The fandom is the worst part about it. Imagine the fucking imagine a fucking loser coming to work every day, flexing on niggas. Remember, remember when Street Fighter had you know we they had Ryu. They had Ken, and then they had that character that dressed like Ryu and Ken. You leave Dan alone. That dressed like Ryu and Ken, but he only had soft punches. You leave Dan alone. His name and, was Dan. Yeah, and and he and his and where they threw fireballs, he just threw autographs and got beat up all the time. <laughs> what? The Dallas Cowboys are the Dan of professional sports. America's team. And you know what? That's actually fitting. That's actually fitting. Y'all might just be America's team because America is turning into a third world country. <laughs> y'all might be this America's team. Y'all, y'all, you know what? That is a perfect analogy in the Trump era. Y'all are y'all are America's team. Y'all are y'all are America's team in an America where Donald Trump is going to be our next president again. Don't you oh, wish that no. evil on me, Ricky Bobby? I don't. I'm, I'm not proud of it. I don't think. I just. I. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Let me tell y'all yeah. something. We're, we're going to talk about that in white people. Tell y'all must something be stopped, right but. the fuck now. If y'all vote that man back in office, and I find out you voted for that man, black I'm people, going to slap you. Black people are going to make it a very bad time for I'm all the voters you. this time. You can put that on money. Black people are going to make it a very hard time for y'all. I'm Baby, black, now. white, pregnant. Fat, sick, I don't care. I'm going to slap you. Humans ain't shit. Let's start the show. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think that's the longest segment to get to humans ain't shit. (laughs) By By the way, by the way, in case it wasn't clear... Fuck the Cowboys forever. Forever. We went from giving flowers to fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> Shout out to Green Bay. Fuck the Cowboys. Forever. Forever. Uh, humans ain't shit. <sighs> I got all that out of my system. I got some of it out of my system. There will be more Cowboys jokes to come. Um, what did I have down for humans ain't shit, actually? Uh, duh, 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 looking at my notes. Okay. Um, this is, we don't have to, this isn't a big deal one. Um, y'all COVID is still here. COVID has gone nowhere. Now the likelihood of another luck of another shutdown is slim to none. Mm -hmm. We know that corporations aren't going to let it happen. Um, Biden isn't going to come up off that money. 
But most importantly, corporations are not going to let that happen. Corporations honestly uh, didn't let it happen as long as it did the first time. Uh, and corporations are going to step on politicians next and so forth and so forth. There's a lot of reasons. That's never going to happen. They're going to prove Chris Rock right one way or another. Um, those checks aren't going to happen again. They're not. They're not. They're not going to happen again. COVID, COVID would have to, COVID would have to literally go sentient and become actual people just beating people on the street <laughs> that for would, the for the government to start send, uh, sending checks. That still wouldn't change anything because then it'd be like, uh, but you just got beat up. Yeah, just stay in the house. Just just stay in the house and buy a gun. And they, and then we get our NRA commercials. Oh no no so, they wouldn't even say stay in the house they would just say just go buy a gun yeah <laughs> and so and and all every state would be open carry um, so we know COVID's not going anywhere COVID's not going anywhere because our country will not undertake the proper steps to allow it to go somewhere um, just make better choices and I can't and, and that's why I'm not I'm not gonna ask y'all to stay in the house. I know y'all would never do that. Y'all didn't do it when you were told to. I'm not going to, you know, I, I, I will ask you that when you're out, if you must be out, just make good choices. You know, you know which places are suspect. You know you're going to the address this weekend. Hey, man, can you just wash your hands? Because when I'm outside. Bare minimum. I still see some of you nasty ass motherfuckers not washing your hands. I you, saw. You niggas know who you are. I saw an article. Uh, I well, it's not real art. I saw I I saw something. Maybe it was on Shade Room, um, but it was a it was a licensed doctor telling people that it is healthy, that it is good hygiene and reduces bacteria to change your underwear daily. People have to be told to change out of their drawers. Daily. Well, haven't you seen Big Hero Six? You can wear them front. You can wear them back. No, we're not doing like Fred. Inside out. You can wear them front then back. See, the Fred theory is how we got here. I don't know why y'all are listening to Terry Crews and Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, those are people who live a lifestyle with a level of income that you, friend, don't have access to. All right. So when those bud bug those butt bugs come for them. They're okay. You, you, we're going to talk about you. I'll say you can't afford that. Stop that. Like we have to be told to change underwear. Doesn't your skin irritate you after a certain period of not cleaning it? So I have a skin disorder. My skin always irritates me. Fam. I am constantly irritated. All I'm saying, (laughs) to keep this short and sweet, all I'm saying is you niggas are nasty. Gross. You niggas are nasty. You have to be told these things. Do you realize the level of nasty you have to be to be told by a licensed physician? Someone with a degree has to give you a speech about changing your underwear? And you want people's faces down there? Fam. Hey, man. Fam. rude. That's how you get pink eyes. Look, I was talking to my... I was talking to one of my best friends from college, and she was like, you remember when I was with so-and-so? Yeah. I realized later, he's the reason why I always got a UTR. <laughs> because he was just that nasty. He didn't clean oh up God. after see, himself. See? <laughs> Ever. See? Just, just walking around. 
What is wrong? Looking with like a cheese factory. <laughs> I hate that comes off of me last week giving uh, giving people some real advice and shit. Y'all are nasty. Please, please act right this time. Please. <laughs> this is no. For, this is supposed to be one of like the biggest COVID surges ever. It's going back down. It's going back down now, but like. Yeah, it was the second. Even, it was the second largest. Even oh. still, like we're still in that. It, we're still in that little pocket of you know, act right, act like you got some sense, and act like and act like you got some sense so it don't go up again. The only reason it went up again was because y'all didn't act right during the holidays. Hmm. Act right, just hmm. act like you got some sense. Wash, wash your hands, my nigga, and change your draws. Change your draws, and you nasty, and you get. Get up and get your own warm towel after fucking. Yeah. If that girl ain't going to get it for you, get up and go get it, you lazy bastard. Y'all nasty. Because I know y'all. Y'all just, y'all stay sitting there in the bed like like y'all going to go. Fix that. Fix that. Show her you like her. I'm just saying, get her a warm towel. Thank you. I was like, get her the warm towel. Get her a warm towel, dog. What is wrong with y'all? Song of the week. Song of the week. Titty music. It's not titty music. Yeah, titty you know, it's warmer more. this week, so he's not going to play right. titty music. He's not going to be cold. Music. Well, it's not going to be a freeze. But it's going to be cold yeah. to a bitch tonight. It's, it's, but it's not as cold as it's, it was last It's going to be week. like some block party music, you think? Maybe some chill block. I'm still, I'm still thinking titty music. I'm thinking like kickback music. Enough. I think kickback. Kickback. Might be. Maybe, maybe. Maybe kickback. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All right. We gotta find a way to get a poll going when we do this. Exactly, I, I, I want I want the poll man. before he plays. I want to see what y'all think play? he's gonna play. Well, we gotta find out what he plays first before he posts the poll. Then, so he can't change it though. Yeah, we, yeah. we got you guys. Here it is. Okay, we're gonna work it out. We will. Uh, song of the week this week is from Joey Badass. Uh, this is called "My People." Pour yourself something. Okay. Get comfortable. This might be kickback music. Um, we're gonna have a good episode, and. Um, I, we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Clap. You know. Yeah. Always wanted to have superpowers. You know. Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful So hard to survive a world so lethal Who would take a stand and be our hero For my people, yeah It's for my people Trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful So hard to survive a world so lethal Take a stand in me, I know. Uh, now all heroes don't wear capes And all villains don't get away But all limits eventually fade I don't want to be good, nigga, I'm trying to be great It's hard when your back's against the wall And if you got an order, keep your feet up on the floor So I thank the Lord when I wake up in the morn Cause to and from the word of every reason I was born See the power when the mic is in my palm. When I storm across the room, hit the stage and perform. What is born? Don't be alone. Don't let me 
had to sign the horn and drop a bomb. Wanna get my mama crit with a lawn. Setting at my future kids, could run the bomb. So I always do my best to carry on. Life is like a game of chess, to be a pawn, my It's nigga. For my people, trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So I'm just a flower, we're so lethal. Who would take a stand and be our evil? For my people, yeah. It's for my people, trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful. So I'm just a flower, we're so in the sky it's a bird it's a plane no it's the young black guard living out his dreams what you mean i've been up on the ultra light beam they don't want to see you fly they just gonna shoot your wings everything and what it seen wishing all these dirty cops who come clean still swerving on the city blocks for one thing i made this cop a 30 shot protect the team know what i mean music is a form of expression i'ma use mine just to teach you a lesson rule one This microphone's a weapon, I'm shooting out the actions, manifesting in my passion, never resting, I'm surpassing the expectancy, electing my direction, man, that section ain't depressing, hard to be progressing through recession and depression, not to mention that they had a cell block, never since an adolescent. For my people, trying to stay alive and just stay peaceful, so hard to survive a world so lethal, who would take a stand and be our hero, for my people. That was uh, For My People by Joey Badass. I love my people. Um, I can admit when I'm wrong. That was that was definitely kickback music. That was kickback music. Um, yeah, shout out to Joey Badass. He's doing his thing, man. Um, I think he just, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't imagine anybody listens to this shit that actively watches Power like that. But uh, whatever his role was on Power, he just he just got killed or written off. But that was a very popular character. Um, Spoiler alert! And I, I, I don't think anybody watches who listens to this podcast watches Power. Not seriously, anyway. I'll say not at all. Like uh, my my friend, my friend who watches it, she only ugh, I roll I roll my eyes every time she says this. She only watches it for Joey Badass for real. <laughs> um, but I like him. I like him. He's definitely doing his thing in the acting in the acting circles because I really liked him in uh, Mr. Robot. Um. I liked Mr. Robot. He was uh, uh, Leon. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was Leon, and I I always said by the end of the, by the end of that last season, I was like I was like, man, honestly, I would watch because remember that whole scene where it's like him and Darlene talking. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'd go for a whole series of this shit. To be honest with you, I, never I was actually just thinking. I was just thinking Bruh. about Mr. Robot last night too. Bruh. You. Get in. You can get into Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot was, and it was only like what four seasons? Four seasons. Four short seasons. I got through the first two, but then I feel like the third one really dialed up the cerebral aspect of the show, and it kind of it it 
kept fucking with my suspension of disbelief. So he, there, there's a resolution to that. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It does resolve, and it's. I think they were experimenting with how they wanted to take the concept. Right. Yeah, it, and it, big black then when they when they season three. when they went through to the left. Yeah. On the fourth season, they kind of take that and bring it back down to reality. Again. Is that like part of a psychosis or something? That's all I'm gonna say. Is they bring it. Just they, gotta watch. It dog. goes left and then it comes back to the right. You have, right. but yeah. they acknowledge how left it went. Yeah, <laughs> right. you have to. Re- you have to. Right. Yeah, they 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 justify it. Yeah. Right. Um. But, but yeah. But you're right. It doesn't start that way with it, season one, yeah. two. Then when it gets to three, it just kind of hits the huh? Yeah. The fuck is going yeah. on? Like what halfway what through, like we we didn't have what these are, these traits here that said that this part is the of the way through season on. three. It's like oh, we're it's gonna like, do something. New. We're gonna do something new on your ass. It's almost like watching Atlanta when like the dude had on the bunny costume, but like Michael Jackson's playing in the background and. It's just, it's just a weird scene. Oh, yeah, scene. yeah, yeah. It's a weird, it's it a gets whole big. lot going on. Like remember, like, remember when that final season of Atlanta, they were like, it was that one episode called The Most Atlanta Episode Ever, and it was all that wild shit. Oh, yeah, y'all didn't watch Atlanta. I, like the that. only episode I saw of Atlanta was where he what went to, f- like, some version of, like, What the MJ fuck character. are y'all doing on this show? What do you mean? Y'all haven't watched it. What the just, fuck are y'all doing on this show? I saw season so one. I, I, got I, I think season I have two. said before, I don't really watch y'all have homework sitcoms. I don't give a Atlanta it's is really not a sitcom. A sitcom. No, yeah. not a sitcom at all. You you have homework. You I'm not watching you, it. You have homework. It's, it's not appealing fuck to that. me. It, it, it is not appealing it, it, to me it has in funny any moments, regard. But, but, but the the story of Paperboy is is by no means yeah, a man. Nah, yeah. I was like, it's I not a, a comedy. It is not a. <laughs> at best, it's a dark comedy. Yeah, it's it's not a appealing story for me. Like oh. if black people wrote Donnie Darko almost. Nah, yeah, I'm good. It's, it's black people's Twin Peaks. I'm also good. I didn't watch Twin Peaks. How dare you? Um, what do we have on the run? I like to to eat at Twin Peaks. Uh, 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 rundown, rundown. <laughs> um, what do we have? Uh, kind of, uh, well, it's a fine establishment. Shit that I don't. Well, I don't really want to talk about that. Okay, good scenery. Marlon. Okay, so Marlon Wayans was on somebody's podcast or somebody's show, talking about um, kind of the backlash of uh, not the backlash, but just the aftermath of Cat Williams uh, talking about um, black men in Hollywood and kind of confirming in his own way the conspiracy theory, not really confirming it, but just kind of adding on to the conspiracy theory about black men in Hollywood wearing dresses. And Marlon Wayans kind of commented on it and was basically like, I mean, I don't, I, I don't see what the problem is. I don't see what the problem is. And I don't think it's a big deal. And I don't think it's the thing. And so he basically kind of writing it off a little bit, and understandably so, because he did um, white chicks. White chicks, okay. So and was in a tutu for a better part of "Don't Be Drinking My Juice" and "Don't Be a Menace." Don't be yeah. a menace, right? Uh, but but even that could be taken as. Uh, I think that was a well. I don't know. I don't know. It probably still counts. I thought of that as a little more jabbing at that kind of thing, but um, so. The con- so so the, the the conversation comes up again, right? And one of the things that I wanted to 
highlight about the conversation that I think for a long time went over my head because I was very much in that in that in that Dave Chappelle lane of you know you tell you tell me to you tell me to wear a dress I'm out this motherfucker and I'm not saying that anybody has to or doesn't have to I'm not a, I'm not of the it, it, get your money if that's your lane let that be your lane and I'm and I'm also not in my I guess my problem with the conspiracy theory part of it is that on its face I get that there probably is an initiative to diminish black manhood. And I get where the history of that comes from because there's always been a little bit of that, that initiative. You don't have to believe in the Willie Lynch shit to acknowledge that. And I don't, but I acknowledge that there is some, there is some, not necessarily a conspiracy, but it's a narrative. So I understand I understand where it can be upsetting for some people or where some people feel like there's a deeper, darker criminal link when they see a prominent black man who had who either wears a dress or has worn a dress in the past. But it's get always, on. always in comedy. And always men in, com- in dresses in comedy is a thing that is beyond black men. Look at you, Shakespeare. No, no. What I mean is understandable, but D- I, Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, Robin Patrick Wh- Swayze, Tom Hanks, uh, Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. I agree. I, it, I agree. No, I, no, 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 no. Nobody's disagreeing that th- we're not. Nobody and nobody's saying that black people are the only people that black men are the only people who wear dresses. That's not what's being said. But you have. But context is everything, and. Those those other cultures have a different history and a different legacy in America. So everything can't be well. White be, well, white people do it too because no. white people don't don't face the white people don't always face the same. I won't say repercussions, but face the same stigmas in those instances. And those, and the and stigmas who, that lead up to that, they don't. White people don't face that. Even Hispanic even Hispanic men don't face that. Well, no, that's not true either. No, that's not true. No. That's so, not true. So the thing is, that's all down to what narrative we are pushing, not the narrative that's being pushed on us. If you take a medium... I'm not going to say if, there's if you no take, narrative being pushed on if you, us. If you take a medium and a concept from a comedy standpoint, that is across the board. That is across the board. Because if there are you diff- well, wait, well, wait. If you're looking for a masculine, if you're looking for wait. someone being emasculated by the character being put into a dress, but here's where it becomes problematic. I understand what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you because, like, like you said, this goes back to Shakespeare, and there were men playing women but, and women playing men as well. Here's, but here's where the problematic aspect comes in. I still, and I still hold to the idea that every everything isn't going to be a one-one comparison between cultures because all cultures are not viewed the same. And black people, black men in particular, but of course black people, have a very different history of how we're viewed and how Hollywood puts us on and how America looks at us and what our masculinity looks like to outside cultures. We have a different history here, so we can't always compare it to what other cultures do. We have a very specific legacy here. And so it can't always be a one-one comparison. I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. What I am saying is that you have to factor in 
our unique history and culture and legacy. Yeah, but that's, having said that, continue. I'm gonna land. I'm gonna land for you. Having said that, I think where the problematic aspect comes in, and this is and this is the part that even I kind of had a blind spot to, is that when you have Mrs. Doubtfire, because that's just the one that's fresh in my head, Mrs. Doubtfire was definitely even though it was funny to us because it was Robin Williams, um, and Robin Williams was gonna was gonna body anything he did. It's a weird concept. Mrs. Doubtfire, the character Mrs. Doubtfire that he was portraying for his children. It's a weird, it's a weird concept. It's a weird concept, but Mrs. Doubtfire was a gentle, understanding, um, I'll almost say intersectional character. That was why, because it because he was those kids' father. That watched over those kids. Another example, um, hairspray. John Travolta was Tracy Turnblad's mother. Tracy Turnblad's mother was understanding, supportive, gentle, kind, and supported Tracy Turnblad in everything she did, and was even intersectional because she was completely because she was completely fine with her dancing with black kids at a time when the whole gag of the thing is that it was not cool to be up dancing on TV with black kids. Was a boon to Tracy Turnblad's character. Let's look at when we're, when, let's look at how um, what black women how black women are portrayed. When these when these niggas, most of them, not all, most of them put on a dress. Jamie Foxx is Wanda. The whole gag is that it, the whole gag is that Wanda is is but ugly, but a sweetheart, but but ugly and ghetto. Shanene need not need not even be described. Medea, a shotgun to uh, a shotgun toting. Almost sociopathic, sociopathic black woman that stays in and out of the system. The first time I ever saw Medea, what the whole gag was that she was um, on uh, what's it called? What's the show? The the court show? Uh, Judge Maybelline. I, I can't place that, but to the point that you're making, we still have that as we have a Mrs. Doubtfire in Vin Rain's playing Holiday Hearts. The problem is that that shit was so poorly received. The, the stats on that show were very skewed. So, and from a production stamp, from a production standpoint, if I'm going to invest in something, I'm gonna look at what played "quote unquote" well or what brought back greater returns. And it was not the the caring, endearing portrayal of it was when you people were, you know. So holiday heart shucking and jiving. So Holiday Heart lean, and I I appreciate what Holiday Heart was, but Holiday Heart, I'll say in its reception, leaned more towards more towards catching the queer audience because there are some parts of the queer audience that hold Holiday Heart up uh, quite a bit, despite the production level, despite whatever. Or you could even go to Wong Fu, Noxima Jackson. And again, that was the gag. So I understand. But that was leaning more towards a drag situation where the where okay, the okay, where, fair. Right, where the fair. even 
even the dra- even those drag characters, and this is another stereotype that gets problematic sometimes for those cultures, is held up in a emotional emotional labor mother capacity support kind of a almost when it's us it's like a mammy okay you know what i mean okay and that stereotype tends to cross over a lot even though i understand the message that they're going for in that you know we we hold our own down sometimes it gets mammyish depending on what culture you're 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 talking to i'll give you that and so not only that the conversation gets homophobic a little bit. The conversation about men and dr- gets it actually we and we and every time I think we glaze over it, not us in particular, but the conversation, the homophobia aspect gets glazed over a lot because ultimately when you talk about so and so had to wear a dress, so and so had to dr- wear a dress, you're doing it as a jab at their masculinity. Mm-hmm. Even Cat Williams did it. Mm-hmm. He's, I agree with he, that. When he said Tyler Perry and Ricky Smiley can't play a man to save their lives, he was jabbing. And, and anytime we've, any, anytime we culturally have jabbed at Tyler Perry, it has had a tinge of homophobia to it. Even though we know that man went through trauma as a young man, I was gonna say with no homophobia in my voice, I didn't believe him as Alex Cross. No, no, he was terrible as Alex Cross. That's all I'm saying. He was horrible. No, no, Tyler Perry's a bad actor outside of being Medea. I believe him to be a bad actor. Yeah, but Medea is also a comedy character. Right. And, Ma- there's a, and every there's, time he plays not Medea, he is trying to do this serious actor. Oh, even when he was... Like, it, it just doesn't work. I think he does have strengths as a comic. Clearly, he's built a successful career and studio out of it. But... To say that it's limited to just him being Medea, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I just think that that character helps lend towards his strengths. I, but those strengths are rooted in stereotypes. Yeah. Those, those, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those strengths are rooted in what I'm saying in misogyny, and it's at the expense of black women. I, and I'm to, and, and again, and I'm also just, I'm kind of. It, it, even though I agree, I'm just I'm also relating what a lot of women are saying. Got it. Um, and then there's the homophobia aspect. I we really don't lend enough credence to when keeping a spade a spade when when sometimes we're saying a thing to jab at somebody's masculinity. Yeah. That's the underlying thing that we know we're doing that people act like we're not doing. And I don't I, I don't know. I th- I, I think the converse, I think the conversation can evolve to that. I think the conversation on, on, a, on a larger scale can evolve a little bit because a lot of it has been ignoring queer people's take on it, has been ignoring black women's take on it um, to go straight to the masculinity aspect because we go straight there without really unpacking where that comes from. Well, if I could ask something of anyone listening to us this week, Provide your perspective if you have a perspective to provide. Because Agreed. I Agreed. I would love to unpack this further, but I also understand that it would just be three dudes talking about this Correct. perspective. And so anything any one of us wanted to say, even if well-intentioned, I do think would not land as appropriately as any of us would want it to. But I really would like to unpack this. I do want to welcome that. So I want right. to take up we're space. Not, we're, not, we're not asking... 
perhaps we're asking a good question, but not in the right spaces. Or maybe with not enough context, yeah. like like personal experience context. Yeah. I, I, um, love, I love data, please. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely like some feedback here if if, if any of y'all are listening out there. Um, I don't want to talk about Brick Lady, man. I don't. I really don't. But I, we, I don't even know what he's talking bring about. Bring it back. I don't, Go ahead. Man, I don't want to talk it. about this shit, It's okay. Dog. It's okay. What happened? We can bring it up. What happened? So, so the, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Go ahead. We're, we're just gonna, this, this is going to be a quick one. I'm sorry, everybody. The lady that got hit with the, that allegedly got hit with a brick. Do you remember? So oh she, this oh this came and went. You were you were under a rock. I, he was under a oh, wait, rock for this. Was he, he traveling? Yeah, he was traveling. He was for this. traveling. Yo, so this happened was, just at probably just after we came back from the trip. Okay. Yeah, a woman said that she didn't give her number to a guy at a club, and he got upset, and then he hit her with a brick in the and face. Then got in the car. And drove off, and the and this started a bunch of shit on social media because she not only did she say this man hit me in the face with a brick, and her the side of her face was all swollen up. Was that you? Is it, it was that it was outside of a club, and this was in Houston, and you niggas didn't do shit, and it's a bunch of niggas on camera going, "Well, bitch, what the fuck you want us to do?" And this started a whole discourse that I think we're still downplaying now that events have panned out. Into the mic, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just responded. reaction he into did, the mic. He just what saw the, the fuck. He just saw the picture, and so this started a whole like this went two weeks, and this was right after the thing where everybody jumped in and fought for that nigga in Montgomery. So everybody, so it was like, damn, we didn't keep the same energy for two weeks, mm-hmm. and so it started a lot of discourse about one. A lot of these Heat Man woman hairs were like, well, the bitch is lying. Um. But everybody that was involved that said that said she was lying was not credible themselves. And two, it started the discourse of how much do how much as a community does any individual black man owe owe a black woman? And I still stand on a lot. if somebody comes up to me and says they got hit in the face with a brick, we gonna come see that nigga. Period. So what has happened? She started to go fund me. She started to go fund me for medical bills and all that shit. Raised forty two thousand dollars. Forty two thousand, right? I don't like where this is going. So now, now what has happened is it turned out HPD shut that GoFundMe down. I see. I, don't, I didn't like where this is going. And an investigation was done, and it turns and it turns out that she embellished the story quite a bit, um, and she is she has a warrant out for fraud. So here's what actually happened. The Go now the GoFundMe was done under. And I'm going to get to my issue with this, but so the GoFundMe was started by someone else, and they and she raised the and they raised the money, but they're doing it under fraud under the idea of because what actually happened there is uh, video footage. She got out of the Uber with her friend. She fell out with the Uber driver. They got into a little tizzy, and he hit her with a bottle. Still still got hit, hit her with a bottle. And there's and now the police are and now the prosecutors are saying that it was mutual combat cuz she swung first. And mm. so because she got and so because she got hit with and, and so because she got hit with a brick, I mean with a bottle instead of a brick and because it's being labeled as mutual combat, 
they're saying that the 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 concept under which they started the GoFundMe is false advertising, even though she still got it, even though she still got assaulted. Right, like, say, I'm doing a GoFundMe because this is what my face looks like after assault. Well, it was the wrong weapon, so therefore it doesn't count. What? And so now it's being labeled as now it's being labeled as fraud. Here's so, my only problem. I'm sure I, I, quick quick question there. before you. I don't, and I don't want to take too much time on this because I don't even. I, I don't feel like opening it because this really. You weren't here for. You weren't there for this, but this really led to like gender war shit. I was about to say the incels must have loved the the full circledness of this story. They're they're, they're lapping, coming out. They're coming out the out of the as they find out they are coming so, out again. So let me just say, can I just say some some quick things real quick? Sure. One, I will say, going back to the episode about the brawl. I have to retract a comment I made about having blinders on because all of the winter break I reflected on just random moments in life. And you're right. I'm not the type of individual that lets really weird shit happen and not try to do something in that moment. Um, Two, it saddens me that as a community, we even scrutinize what's happening rather than just help someone. It costs nothing. It take nothing. Takes nothing for at least one of you to just call nine one one. Just call the police, dog. Even if that's all you want to do, fam, just call nine one one. And if it don't go no, and if it don't, and and if the police show up and do an investigation, what have what have you what have you, and it didn't turn out that way, you at least raised the hand. You did your part. Salute you did your you. part. That that's literally the voting of being a good person. Like you're just just showing up, to do your job, man. That's it. And because, lastly, lastly, I don't give a fuck how that woman got hurt. That. She looks fucked up in that photo. Someone should have helped her. I and, and let me also say, regardless of how that panned out, how that how the footage says it panned out, I because everybody was like, oh, so if a, so if a, so if a chick hits you, you just not gonna hit them back. No, I'm gonna leave. No, I'm going to leave. I'm either going to leave now. Now let me just say, yes, we all know don't hit nobody, but. I am not wired in a way that is going to allow me. You want me to speak from personal experience? To strike that woman. You want me to speak from personal experience? I can. Because not every relationship has been awesome. Yes. Talking about getting hit. Yes. And you know what I did? I left. Because that's what you're supposed to fucking do. Keep your hands to your goddamn self and go de-escalate the situation. I don't understand why niggas always want everything to be zero to 100. Golly, find some chill. You can walk away. You can restrain someone until they calm the fuck down, and then still walk the fuck away until you calm the fuck down. There is a no, conversation, and I'm not saying maybe, maybe it's because all three of us are six foot plus giants. I was gonna so say, we can just I was, be like, ah, move away, small thing. I was because I, I was gonna I read say that book. It didn't end well for that dude because I because I couldn't was, explain that hug. Because I was gonna say there is, I'm, and I'm not saying that all women are weak by no means. But oh, yeah. I like there is no sack. there is no world where that young lady swings at me, I swing back, and she doesn't fall on the ground, potentially hit her head, and something and something more horrible happens to her. What if I what if I what if I hit her back and she falls down and bumps and bumps her head on something? Now she dead. Fuck that, man. Well, like this, this oh god, so many variables. Y'all have to make 
decisions outside of your fucking ego, dog. You like, greedy ass niggas eat too much. Like it, there's so there's just so many ways y'all can get fucked up. It's just and 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 so and now the niggas around walking around talking about oh well y'all well y'all not gonna apologize to the people that didn't believe it. No, I'm not gonna apologize to you because y'all. y'all don't apologize because y'all don't apologize to nobody else when y'all run. I haven't heard anybody any of these niggas apologize about not believing Megan the Stallion. Hey, look, man, you got to understand, too. I ain't, I, I ain't heard none of that. When we're up here telling people they can eat a black-owned dick, this includes you niggas, too. Y'all are insufferable as especially, fuck. especially, dog. Y'all are insufferable as fuck. Y'all ruin it for everybody, fam. Y'all ruin it. Golly. Oh, man. That's, and that's why I, did, I didn't want to go there. But I'm sorry. I didn't know. But no, I'm sorry. it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. That's what this is. That's what yes. we're here for. They, they like that shit. Um... Oh, this was just kind of funny. Did he reject his inv- rejected his invitation to the Grammys? Uh, uh-huh. But the Did, uh, the flip side of it didn't want the eyes on him. I forgot what the excuse he used was, but the flip side was they talked him into gracefully bowing out because the seating arrangements nobody wanted to sit next to him. Yeah, man, I bet not. It, it because because you don't have to fake it no more. Now that now that all the tea is coming out about him, nobody has to fake fucking with this nigga when they don't. Yeah. It, it it's over. <laughs> do you it's, think so? Like, hey, do you think Diddy is gonna pull a Sean Penn? You think he's gonna like start virtue signaling after? What does a Sean Penn do? He virtue signals now, like really hard, like really hard. Oh, that's why he always be in Haiti and shit. Hey man. Oh, okay, I didn't know he had pulled any. I didn't know he had pulled some shit. Look. How hard do you think Diddy is going to start virtual signaling? A school, a hotel for homeless. He He's going to help Dr. Food Umar Johnson train. build his say, school. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. he's going to do some shit yeah. like that. He's going to hook up one of these uh, one of these hotep niggas trying to rebrand. And by the way, on a side note, you hotep niggas, real quick. I just want to, real quick, let's just uh, take a little side note there. If y'all really believe what y'all say, why y'all not helping R. Kelly out? No, no, no. I'm not, even gonna, I'm not even gonna take it that far. No, I'm not gonna take it that far. I just wanna just just in, just in case over the years you think I've lightened my stance on you hotep niggas. Oh, you about to start playing ether. Hey fam. Just in case you thought I forgot about you bitch ass niggas. Um I'm still on your ass. Dr. Umar. You know, you've turned into that stop clock that's right like twice a day, and you be riding that twice a and you be riding that twice a day kind of hard, bro. Like you really be milking it, dog. Like you said some shit about Eminem, who niggas already who already have decided they don't fuck with. You said some little shit about Eminem, and and because and because Eminem has his own hate cult, you niggas have taken it and run with it, and you are milking the shit out of this little fame for saying some low hanging fruit ass shit. I don't I still don't believe you. I still don't believe you. I don't and I don't believe that other shit that went viral for you, dog. That other shit where you were on uh old boy from Joe Button's ass because he got a white girl. All that shit about interracial relationships and shit, how how interracial relationships ain't helping the black community and all that bullshit. That sounds real rich from a nigga who who spent years lying to everybody, telling them that he was a direct descendant of Frederick Douglass, who himself is the product of an interracial relationship and helped the black community. 
no one has interrogated that. I still don't believe you, dog. You you trying to make the rounds? You gonna end up moving to another state where where they're gonna where they're gonna allow you to try to build that little school out of whatever uh, halfway house you can find? I don't believe you, dog. And here's to that other nigga who. Uh, d- d- now this goes a little far back within the history of Black Twitter and the internet, so it's so it's okay if some of you niggas forgot that nigga that nigga on the on the video recently where he's argue where where he's arguing with the young man who splits bills with his wife and telling him that he's a weak ass and telling him that he's a weak ass nigga and that his woman don't respect him and shit. That that is a hotep ass nigga by the name of Yada. If y'all don't remember Yada, he's the dumbass nigga who was saying that uh, black women aren't supposed to have periods. Uh, what? Cauliflower, uh, cauliflower is a is a conspiracy theory and was microwaving lettuce to show us that it's part of the European doctrine of health. I don't believe just because you took off that little that little onk hat. I don't believe you, dog. I know y'all trying to rebrand and pull in. I know y'all trying to follow the Derek Jackson method and rebrand and pull in all these black women to be on your fucking side so you can sell them all that, so you can sell them all that wife school bullshit like that chick did. I don't believe you. We don't believe you. You need more people. You, Yada, you need more people. There's no way I am, there's no way anybody is actually buying this rebrand from a five foot five alpha. With an awk hat on. No one believes you, dog. We don't believe you. Find another lane. Leave our women alone. And you too, Umar. Because we definitely caught that that footage of you uh, hugging that white woman at the mall. Way too casual. Very friendly. Very friendly. The hug was definitely too long. That was not a church hug, my nigga. (laughs) We don't believe either one of you. This Hotep rebrand will not stand. I am still on you niggas' asses. Fuck up one time. You won them over for these couple little viral videos. I have not forgotten. I don't forgive and I don't forget. Keep microwaving that lettuce, my nigga. On that note. Got got, got that off your chest, bud? You, yes, fe- you feeling okay? I did. I yeah? did. I did. You want some juice? Need a little I'm, juice? I'm all right. A little I'm, juice break? I'm good. Take a little juice break? We, yeah. we are going to take okay. a break. We're going to take a little juice break, okay? We're take a quick break. All right, right Florent. A little juice break? A little juicy juice? More fool, more foolishness. <laughs> I know what kind of break I need. We, we don't do that here. We don't do that. We don't no, do that no, here. No, we do not do that. Not when we are here. No. no. <laughs> We're going to be back with more foolishness, more fuckery. <laughs> Y'all know what it is. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. <laughs> Pour up. <laughs> Engagement. Engagement. <laughs> That's not the right one. <laughs> I was just telling Randall. It's I, he was like, you only do that with them. <laughs> God damn it. Like real talk, my G. If I have like if like if, if 
that's going to be a real theory that I float someday about conflict food. That's the title of this episode, Conflict Food. Somebody write that down or, or text it to me, please. I got you. Uh, yeah, Conflict Food Conflict food is the name of this episode. Because let me tell you, if your, if your people ain't been through some shit throughout their history, I don't want your food. That's why... That's why there's no like white white people's food that just oh I just got like I don't want white people's mac and cheese you know what I'm saying caviar Mm, no so there is a level of caviar that's actually pretty tasty okay so I'll give them credit for that but actually I shouldn't because I don't know if that's actually theirs to claim I'll say I don't think caviar is a white thing I don't know fact check me I like yeah I'll say fluent fluent probably knows is is caviar is a white thing is it a white thing yeah. Okay. 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 So you got I've one. Ne- I've never you had. Got one. Okay, they got one. You okay. Got one. Yeah, I don't. I don't want. I. I like I, my shit. Got to be some conflict food. Like, like I, if your people ain't they really used to be like upper rich white people food. Like you know. I mean, I knew it was. I, mean, I knew it was rich people's food. I just. Well, I'm saying I just don't know the origin of who was preparing it. You got to go finger a fish to get caviar. Well, I see you making that face, but, um, like, I was with a frog brother on. that I, had no. tickets to, like, a Skybox event. Okay. And so they had it in the Skybox. So, like, I got to try it. It's, some of it's pretty pretty okay. Yeah, some he was just it. saying, he just said that they don't have anything. I was like, oh, you got that. Yeah, yeah you. They don't have much. Like, like, because white people don't, because white people have no culture. Like. Damn. White people, any any culture that don't have natural predators, and I, I stick to that rant. That's the Randall theory. When you have no natural predators, I don't trust your food. I'll put it that way. I'll put it that I, way. I did say I like the shepherd's pie before we came back from the uh, it's, it's You, you can find I'll, the I'll occasional good shepherd's pie. But it has to be made well. I was going to yeah. say occasional. I was, when I was in I'm Boston, talking. there was this one restaurant that had a really good shepherd's pie. Okay. Like, I, and, I, and I will put this out, and, and I'll put the caveat that Southern, I need, like, it's got to be Southern white women. Like, I'll take a Southern white woman's food. Like, I don't want your food if you don't have cankles. You know, you know put it that I'm, way. You know what I'm learning, Payne? Over over the months, actually, dare I say, over the years, we've been participating and engaging with this content. We've been listening to him <laughs> talk about you know his near misses and his successes when he's out there and he's outside. You know, the few moments he's outside, I'm starting to realize you know he might be pushing away opportunities. No, really? no, we're not. We're yeah. not going down that lane. No, you, you think he needs to expand nope, beyond nope, the cankles nope. yeah. for like maybe, food preparation? Maybe there's something. Else <laughs> you will there. not mute me, sir. <laughs> 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 really Remove your over. finger from that board. <laughs> really got it over the mute button. <laughs> I'll say we're not going because we're not going down that road. Just saying, we're not going down that road. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I need. I like you. Maybe a white woman with cankles. Maybe a white woman with a name like Madge. Maybe, well, except Madonna. No, no. But no, I no, no, no. I need you to, like, it's got to be a southern white woman. It's got to be a southern white woman that takes, like, blood, pe- blood, blood pressure medication or something. Nah, like, man. I don't, I don't want to go from my size to Kevin James and Paul Blart, bro. It's got to be deep. No. Fr- no. Some, like, somebody with a deep fryer. Like, a white woman with hey, a deep baby, fryer. I deep fry potato chips around Pringles again. You want some? What stop? What if what if country white women are wild too? I, somebody sent me a, a a recipe for like some bread or something, and it, it, it it's this white woman with with a muumu. Yeah, you gotta wear a muumu. That's another thing. <laughs> gotta be a white woman. A in a, gotta be a white woman in a muumu. 
I'm sorry, Queens. I don't even know how we ended up on this slander in the first place. <laughs> I'm not talking about dating them. Just the, if I like, if I'm at your house, I'm just not eating your food. Like I'm, I'm not talking about dating them. Fuck that. No. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I I need my food to have some culture to it, some culture and conflict to it. Like I'm not eating. Like I'm not going over to white people's house to eat their mac and cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like my my homegirl said, oppression every now doubles and again. as seasoning. Nah, bro. Every now and again, you get one that does. Every Southern. now and again, you get one that doesn't have raisins in it, man, and it's pretty tasty. But the but they're southern. I bet they're southern. Well, thank you. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Hey, look. No, no lie. If you're like from the north and you come down here with mac and cheese, I'm not telling Bruh, you. Bro, there's no some of the cultural food up north. There's just it's, it's strange, fam. It's strange. I, I, up north, like New York tacos. Why? Do, why do y'all waste your time? Y'all are eating to survive in some of those meals. It's not about, <laughs> it's not about enjoying the food. It's At literally it about surviving. Be. It can't be, unless you're in Spanish Harlem. I don't understand why you're wasting your time uh, with those gentrified tacos up there. Why? What are you doing? Mm. Why do you? I see why Keith Lee rated y'all where he rated y'all on the on the world tour list. I see it now. Um. Did y'all? Oh, that's another one I can do before we do uh, white people. Did you see uh, Keith Lee talking about why we didn't get any content from him in the Bay Area? Mm-mm. Yeah, my God. Yeah, this nigga did a video and was like, "So, just so you know," and because and he, and he was very classy about it as he usually is. Um, but he was like, "So." Basically, we didn't do any. You didn't get any content from us from the bay because we left real quick. Uh, first of all, just from what we saw going through some of these neighborhoods, them people ain't worried about us. Them people don't give a fuck about the Keith Lee effect. Them people are trying to survive, survive, survive. They're trying to make it to work. They're not worried about us. We went over there, and this niggas, it's niggas, it's niggas all up and down the street in tents. Is 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 niggas out there trying not to get shot? We heard gunshots outside the hotel. Dog, we no, they're not worried about us. First of all, second of all, we filmed like five or six spots, and he didn't say it because again, he is immensely polite. Four or five, four of them spots was nasty, and one of them. Gave me an allergic reaction that I had to go to the emergency room for. So my wife said, can we just stop this shit and go home? So, yeah, the Bay Area, he was like, we're probably not going back there anytime soon. And to his credit, it goes back. Kamala Harris told y'all a while ago, quit coming there. Quit coming here. If If you're a tourist, don't come. If you have family here. Meet halfway. Don't co- quit coming here. It ain't shit y'all just have to see in Oakland. And th- yeah, that was wild. And to the point where he been he been he been pulling out digging out some old content uh from when he was in the Bronx and shit. <laughs> like he rated the rest of his his world tour so far. New York was like num- New York was down there. New York was like number 7 of like 9. Uh, I see why now. There ain't no ain't no culture in them gentrified ass tacos, dog. Like, what are y'all doing? What are you, what are you doing? And, and yeah, it, it, anyway, um, it is time for white people must be stopped. 
This is why I don't fuck with white people. Okay, what do I have written down here? Oh, shit, I did write that. Alec Baldwin getting his ass indicted. Yeah. They, boy, they about, they about to wrap him up. Um, Alec Baldwin accidentally shot somebody. I'm telling you, you ain't seen him nowhere. You, 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 he ain't done his little obligatory guest spots on SNL. You know, he used to be in, he used to be in these streets, dog. Like TMZ used to catch him somewhere acting a fool weekly. I mean, he killed somebody. It's also rough on the head. That uh, so, would you feel at fault if you were him? So here's the thing. Yes, I feel like we he, yes. At the time. Yeah, I, I I absolutely would feel at fault. Uh, and 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 every every picture I've seen of him, he looks like uh, so he, he look, is just he looked like Carmen and ate up. Carmen and got at him. He looks ate up every time I see a picture of him. Uh, Alec Baldwin is uh, once again staring down a felony involuntary manslaughter charge after a grand jury indicted the actor in connection with the fatal 2021 shooting of a cinematographer on the set of a Western movie in New Mexico. The the lead actor and co-producer on Rust, Baldwin pointed a gun at cinematographer Helena Hutchins, uh, during rehearsal on a movie set outside Santa Fe when the gun went off, killing her and wounding director Joel Souza. Uh, a, new anal- a new analysis of the gun opened the way for prosecutors to reboot the case after dismissing an involuntary manslaughter charge last year. This is uh, NPR, by the way. A new, a new one-page indictment delivered to grand jury Friday alleges Baldwin caused Hutchins' death either by negligence or total disregard or indifference for safety. So when, when the uh, let's see, defense attorneys for Baldwin indicate they'll fight the charge, which carries a potential prison sentence up to 18 months. So one, they are trying to sit him down. I don't think he's going to sit down for 18 months. Um, the other thing here is with euphonic ass would, if if it was me, like would would we feel responsible if some if we did something I, like that? I already, yes. I'm going to have to provide context for questioning that, but go ahead. Um, and my answer is yes. I couldn't. I, I some an innocent person. Self defense is one thing. Wouldn't feel bad about that. But some shit where we're because it's akin to if we're just it, I, that's something that's not supposed to happen anymore on set. That's not supposed to happen. It happens once in a blue moon. That is not. We're at a level in this day and age with the technology, the level of money that goes into these movies in the first place to pay for a level of oversight where that is not supposed to happen. Keyword keyword in that statement is the oversight. And, And the reason why they are so after him is not as Alec Baldwin, the person holding the gun, it's on Alec Baldwin, the producer, correct, who pushed aside the oversight that and led that happened, to the conditions. And it happened on his that wife. got the the uh, mix up. Okay, so that, that's the context I didn't have. That's the context yes. I needed. So it's it's not just that there was an accident. And he was holding the gun. What's being alleged by the um, like the grips and those who were running the scene was that because of the situations, uh, basically ammunition got swapped in that was supposed to be. 
blank or blank type stuff or or on set type ammunition. But so like what I'm saying though is it, it if if I were just an actor on a movie set and that happened, I'm sorry, I would not assume that level of guilt. I'd feel bad. I would feel a bit displaced, but I would not feel guilt. However, a role tied to this incident occurring would eat me alive because yes, at a certain point you either should have financed or been a part of mm-hmm. somebody's crew that did 12 steps before anyone picked that gun up. Now the other, the other component on the actor side is he was as, as the actor not following proper onset protocols as well, which led to, him firing when he shouldn't have even been fired because they it have was, like off duty cops and 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 uh, firearm instructors that are like the the official firearm safety technicians that tell you, yo, you're not supposed to be pointing the gun that way, yo, right, barrels down. That's what I'm saying. All that shit. So like that's it, supposed to make sure that never even happens before they say action. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So twofold. If you had a role that's supposed to either make sure that those people are on set or paid at a level that they're doing their job in a pristine manner and you didn't, or you're on set and you're goofing off like Jamie Kennedy and Malibu's Most Wanted, yeah, man, that's your fault. You got to eat that. That's yeah. all coming your way. But you know you because of the way that you conduct yourself and there's, the care that you would put into there's going through the weapons list. And that's the problem is he didn't take that same level partially because everyone was basically exhausted. They were They were trying to do the crunch – Right. Yeah. They were taking shortcuts. They were making uh, unsafe conditions in the workplace. Uh, People were already complaining about other things going on. F- and so that combination of, hey, you are a co-producer. And the reason all this happened is because you are just just Dude. pushing aside and taking shortcuts. I'm thinking Tom Cruise, but I really feel like it was Jackie Chan that said in an interview the the people that need the most time and concern are the people working safety management action any any yeah. kind of movie that has any kind of action in it yeah you need to make sure those people are there most alert and on it and otherwise so, fucked off shit will happen and to bounce off of what you're saying when you have these actor strikes and these writer strikes and all that shit we don't hear about because that's not the salacious part of it but those people behind the scenes. And the conditions that they work in that would lead to them dropping the ball one way or another, all of that factors into those negotiations. I'm, t- I'm calling it this year VFX artists are going. Oh it's, oh, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. I know, but I'm just saying the next group to go oh, yeah. this year is going to be VFX artists. The VFX, pe- the VFX people are about to not take this shit anymore. And it, there's going to be a couple of industries that are not taking this lying down. The video game industry is next. Really? They sick of this shit, dog. They sick of this shit. They're, and and you can we don't get we don't feel the brunt of it all the time. But there's a couple of these these games that go under these crunch these crunch time constraints. Couple. That's the that's the I would say definition the, of the it's, industry. It's the new vibes now. No, that's always been a thing. Where they go on these time const- when they go on these horrible time constraints to get this shit out. That's what happened with Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look, looking at you, Bungie. That's what happened with Destiny. Yeah. Uh, that's probably okay. what's about to happen again with Destiny. Okay. Um, that's what happened. Honestly, we play Call of Duty all the time. That's what happened with Modern Warfare 3. Modern Warfare 3 was supposed to be a whole other game. 
right now they don't have a title for it. They just call it Call of Duty 2024. That was supposed to be the next game. Um, so they took elements from that and went on and said, "Well, let's just well for now we can just we can just do a sequel to Call of Duty to Modern Warfare 2." And and they're still working on 2024, but that's what happened with that. It was a lot of time constraints on that shit. That's what happened with a lot of these Anthem. Uh, that's why you haven't heard from Bioware like that. Interesting. Um, it, you know, depending on what rumors you believe, we might even they were they might have been trying to bring back Mass Effect, but they can't convince the shareholders of that because the last Mass Effect was trash, um, and that was done under crunch time constraints. So, I, a lot of these industries about to clap back on that ass. Good, good. Did y'all see the video? Did I send y'all that video of the woman running running through the street the street screaming nigger? Yes, you did send me that Dog. shit. No. <laughs> Talking about Jonathan Major's ex-girlfriend's <laughs> gone wild. <laughs> Look, that man ain't coming back. That man ain't coming back. Pull yourself together. It was this white woman drunk in the street and a one, and a black woman, she she pushed a black woman the wrong way and that woman knocked fire from her face. And she was so wasted already, and she, her mouth was bleeding. She starts screaming, running around the street screaming, Nigger! Nigger! And then and, started either kicking, punching, or slapping every black person she saw. And just walking up to random black people, minding their business, screaming, Nigger. And through her phone, it was some people filming out of their house. And threw the phone at him, tried to charge him. That was the funniest part. She tried to charge the door. They're like, oh, shit, she coming. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Hey, it, hey, look, man. Y'all were supposed to learn a lesson at the end of 23. Don't bring that into 24. <laughs> Don't do that no more. Wherever you confident white people are around a group of black people. Don't do that no more. It's too many of them. It's, it's too the many of them. Smoke. It's the year of the smoke. I agree with that. It is the year of the smoke. Do, uh, test these niggas if you want to. These young people have time. I've seen old people are tired. I've seen quite a bit of these videos where somebody made the mistake and screamed nigga and caught and caught five fingers to the face. Uh, I, remember that shit where they slapped that where they slapped that nigga with the with the T. You see that shit oh, where yeah, they slapped yeah, yeah. that nigga with the in what's the, it called in the gas station. Oh my god! You even seen this shit? No. It was a, they were in line at a gas station at a convenience store, and and this white man was talking shit. Smack me, bitch! Smack and, and called him a nigger and said, "What did you say?" And the dude dropped his. I forgot which tea it was. Um, it was the yellow tea. Yeah, the, the yellow, br- the brisk lemonade. Okay. The yellow uh, alcoholic tea. Oh, spiked lemonade. Something like that. I forget which one. Twisted tea. Okay. And he dropped it, and the nigga tried to, and the little white boy tried to talk about me. Yeah, that's right. You nervous? That's right. That's right. You ain't gonna do shit, nigga. Smack me, bitch. Smack me. He got up. I mean, straight up, like like a like a like a uppercut, like a like Street Fighter, like the Shoryuken, and smacked the fuck out of this white boy. They had to pull him off of that white boy. It was amazing. And not only that. Uh, Twisted T, the sales in Twisted T went up like 30%. I shit you not. I bet he's probably a mascot on the next can. They gave him an unlimited supply. I promise they did. I but know they did. But that's what I'm saying. Like, people, how do you watch these Waffle House videos and think that niggas don't have time? Like, these, stop. These stop white men. Stop it. Especially white men, but white women too. 
these white people are see it, it's a reverse again. That's why a, I don't go outside. It's a reversal where they're getting. That's too, why I don't go outside. I agree. I know. I agree. Maybe just getting, my luck. They're getting. Just my luck, they're getting too bold. They're getting too bold, and I'm telling you why. It's 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 the Trump era, and I said this last. I said this last week, and it's more proof. The Trump era put us put people in a because it's not just who's in office and who's uh, in Congress or whoever. It's the culture that Trump brought. See, when Obama got in office, he brought a culture with him. He did. He, uh, whether yeah, we wanted, but, but they way, started we, they started coming out during Obama because of Obama. I, I want Trump emboldened them, but they started yeah, coming yeah, out. Of course, in, as soon as Obama got elected. So. And, and so this is how this is how villains villain origins go in the Trump era or usually like in comic books, like the, the heroic age or whatever. When you have the heroes, all you know, it's the it's the, di- the dichotomy of the good guys always win. And you have that era where the good guys are in their bag. It's just like they do in the movies. And all of a sudden you get the, the Joker. All of a sudden, one one one. One hero, one key hero falls off, it throws off the vibes, and then the bad guys show up and start wrecking shit. Even in the DC movies, Superman died. And the, and the minute Superman died, <laughs> the bad guys showed up and showed their fucking ass. And 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 that nigga and that nigga beamed down out of the sky and washed two different races of people. Somebody and got, had to and to the point where they had to assemble the Justice League. So, just in that same regard, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let yeah, you cook. Yeah. No, you good. Just in that same regard, Obama, because and because they because they kind of fucked over his legacy as well, and painted him into a corner where he couldn't get a lot of the things that he wanted to do in his time done. Simply because they got enough people to push against him just off of being a nigger. Once Obama was gone and it was and it was clear that we had been jaded to a point that we were never going to have that same era of hope and change again, it opened the door for those white people to embolden those people who were sick of all that shit Obama was talking about. Just to make sure it don't happen again. Just to make sure it don't happen again. And if it means that we have it means if it means that we have to get behind this fucking idiot that's saying some shit that we like. So be it. That's how much they hate you. That is how much they hate you. I I hate to put it in a in a in a in a format like that, but that's how much they fucking hate you. They will get behind a game show host, an evil, an evil reality game show host, space lasers, just to put you down, dog. Just to keep you down and. They don't give a fuck about anything else that man's talking about, but he speaks to this idea that the good working class white man in these quote unquote flyover states is being ignored and being written off as racist when it's just that it's not that I'm racist. It's that those niggers are taking what's mine. And those niggers are getting the American dream, and I'm not. You mean these niggas can be president now? These niggas can be president, and I used to, and my my grandfather used to own one of these motherfuckers? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> do you realize how good I used, do you realize how good I used to have it, and I have to share? Paul, Paul, <laughs> Paul, we at lunch with him now, Paul. <laughs> 
Do you realize? <laughs> I, I and so I forgot who made this joke, and it's the honest to God truth. Once you've watched a season or two of Mad Men, you realize how good these motherfuckers have it, and how mad they are. They have to share. These motherfuckers had it real good. They had whole living rooms in their fucking offices, and everybody, every the male people, had a fucking secretary that might just fuck you if you play your cards right. Can I? Can I be honest? Okay. I, and again, this is not not a not a gender wars thing. This is just an honest observation. Women going into droves into the workforce is really why this happened. What? We empowered the right class. So no, no, no! Don't don't turn me down. <laughs> I'm this not is, right this, with this shit. You should like we empowered the right people. We got change going. Okay, you're right, okay. You're saying it right me. now. Right now, what they don't realize, they took something from them. They took something they need, and they're about to get reminded. Oh, oh they about shit. oh they about we, to rise we, up and on on we, that ass. We need you're them. correct. We need them to keep this shit going. You are correct. Hey, I was gonna say you watch. are correct. Just watch. they fucked with the right ones. With the right ones. Just watch. Men, now I will say in this day and age, men may fold. Uh, black men may fold. Women. Pick a color. Will never fold. If they, their pussy is on the line, good. they know, will never fold. Do you know my favorite thing? Not mine. Do you know my mom's favorite thing to tell women that she meets just out in passing? Like anytime I take her grocery shopping okay. and someone in our age bracket or younger is polite enough to talk to her, mm-hmm. she'll always work in, hey, baby, you ain't got to fuck no man. <laughs> Say that into the fucking. <laughs> you, just, you ain't gotta do it. You can reclaim your time. That's where I get that reclaim your time shit from. You can reclaim your time. But you don't need if we, if women just stop fucking men, we could change the world. <laughs> and I know, I know, like dudes, dudes in the grocery store around my mom talking to chicks, they laugh. But in my mind, I'm like, God damn, if they listen, no, fail. Hey. Wait, they already changed the world. I just read an article last Didn't night. Did they do? that in Africa? Uh, right, last night I read an article that there's more lonely men that are turning to OnlyFans for emotional venting and connection, right? It's and true. so they're, oh it's not just the purchasing of the content. They're therapy. actually having emotional conversations there. The problem is most of the people who are working those accounts that the men are talking to, those higher uh, 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 paid accounts, you're not talking to the woman. You're talking to other men. <laughs> Who are paid to run the account? So, so there's a, but there's a, there's a, there's a, a flip side to that. Is because it's because with these men, there is a lack of intimacy in their lives, and I'm not talking about sex. Yes, it can be sex. There's a lack of intimacy that, especially coming out of the pandemic, where we went for a few years, some of us. Not touching anyone. And you have to admit, even with the culture of touch and with the culture of consent to touch and with the culture of affection, the pandemic plays a heavy part of that because there's a lot, there, people are just a lot less comfortable. Even, even in this stage, people are just a lot less comfortable physically with other people now. They're, we're back to hugging and dapping each other up, but there are people that... A, a mask will now and forever be a way of life for them. Good. Gloves will now and forever be a way of life for them. And that factors in when we talk about intimacy and affection 
and touching because people are that much more sensitive about being touched because you could your shit could just fall off. You could just catch something now. Even if it's even whether it's COVID or not. And they and they keep telling us that COVID is just the beginning. Look, look, look. You, there's all I, I'm, I'm and I get what you said. There's I'm I'm agreeing with you. There's okay. all these factors. There's all these factors, but there is in 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 when it comes to affection and when it comes to being touched, men who are already who were already on shaky ground to start with are going to feel that. And I'm not saying this in defense of them, but some of these incel niggas are going to go over the edge. They're going over the fucking edge. And there is a lack of intimacy going on that, yes, they're going to turn. I, I, I hope they turn to OnlyFans. Yes, turn to OnlyFans as opposed to following a woman home and killing her. But that's what I'm saying, man. First of all, touch yourself. And secondly, yeah. go talk to somebody. Touch yourself. Work some of that edge off cause so, you can get, what, so you can think clearly. Whatever you have to do to not be harming these women, yeah, leave them alone. If they No is a no, a yes is a yes. But if you get a no, it's not a yes. Go home. Touch it. Warm, touch yourself. If that and then woman talk to somebody about that. If that woman consents to you talking to her however you however y'all agree to talk to her and and she's getting compensated for it, fuck it. Do it. Just don't be following these women home and god damn, like following women home and harming them was already bad. We don't realize it, but it was already bad. I've never forgotten that video where that where that girl oh. was walking through New York. Oh, I realize it. And niggas was just following. And y'all, y'all remember that? When I, and, I saw the video. No, and, I mean, I know somebody here in Houston that had somebody who ended up stalking him and killing him. And niggas just follow you for whole blocks to your house, dog? No, fam. And then, oh, oh God, there's just so many factors. Can I also just take a quick aside? What in the, like... <sighs> And that's if you fact, even if you don't factor sex trafficking. No, in. like real, real, real talk, dog. Because like my dad was legit a man's man. Like I built it with my hands, yeah. I destroyed it with my hands, I crafted with my mind. Like he was that guy. But like none of his messages ever emboldened me enough to feel like I was so special that not when I step once. outside, your attention is entitled to me. Not no. once. Oh, no, not at all. Not ever. Where do you get that level of confidence, man? Like what store do you buy that in? I like you, I was always told you have the capability of earning. You can earn some attention, yeah, but you're not entitled to some. But no, like, where does that confidence come? Like, do you get that I, in like I, a super Walmart? That's a good question. Or, or like, like a like a crack ass Kmart? Like, where does it come man. from? Insecurity? <sighs> no, I mean, I I, I don't know. What, I want to. I want to. Aware of them. I want to. I want to have a psychologist answer that. I, uh, it, do we have any psych friends that listen to the show? Can you help us? Answer oh, the question? oh, I do. I, Probably, I would say I do too. Again, let's, let's get the engagement up, man. Y'all help us out. We want to be smarter this I'm, year. I'm just going to directly tag Wait. you because I know you're listening at this point, Ruby. Where, where does I need it an come answer. from? <laughs> where, does that, where does that level of emboldenedness come from? Kristen listens to this shit sometimes too. I'm, 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 I'm uh, 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 lean in, please. Lean in, please. Get at me. I am curious. Hopefully, she's still listening. To this. She don't talk That's to me crazy. no more. Um, send your li- send your listener letters. Send your uh, racist stories, your real life racist encounters. Johnny, get back here. That bitch told uh, me no. I'm gonna follow her. Along with your uh, 
Well, so anything with car she drives. Along with anything you have for uh, myself, <laughs> Euphonic, Fluent, even D. Randall, <laughs> please send all of that to opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Or you can log on to opinionswildblack.com. This fucking fool. Goofy ass psychos. God damn, fool, man. I'm sorry. Or log on to opinionswildblack.com where you can find out more ways to listen to us, more information about Houston's most savage podcast, and buy merch and become a patron. Um, where you can get bonus content, uh, merch, uh, all those things. As a matter of fact, go to that website, man. Go to that website. Go to opinionswhileblack.com and just get on the mailing list. Get on the mailing list. You might get something just for being on the mailing list. We we don't know. Do you think maybe you were just rejected at the right time, enough times, that you were just like, oh, man, nose and nose? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I was yeah. trained on rejection. Oh, my God. I just want to know where this superhero level of confidence comes from, man. I, the, I just, it's, I man, was the, the the notion of going, "Hey, girl, what's your name?" <laughs> and then not getting a response, and then going, "Hey, bitch, I'm talking to you." I just, where I, I'm sorry. I, I, I went to school places where uh, they weren't going to let you talk to them white women in any kind of way. Uh, it was a lot of white women in the in the in, in the facility in the vicinity. And uh, we saw what happens to motherfuckers who took that shit too far. Yeah, so I'm we, thinking about it. When I got to high school, I had a, one of my close friends, Tristan. He was a, a year ahead of me. And I, I remember, like, walking in. He was like, okay, you got to be a little careful. You don't know who you're talking to. For example, you see the two Vietnamese twins over there? Yeah, they keep razor blades in their, in their mouth. Why, why would you do that? Because if you talk funny, they will cut you. Bet. <laughs> maybe i'm not giving experiences like that enough credit because i grew up with a chick that that uh kept one in her blade yeah like our families were like the families at our church <laughs> um i i in fact one of my uh one of my church friends Good uh, oh, she's okay. she was attractive young lady right but she would also square up and punch you in the face you weren't gonna say like some some random shit to her. She was gonna knock you out, oh, you like and, from the and, woods. and fight for real, for real. So the girl from the woods, yeah. Nah, you. We will be back with uh, your listener letters in the top three STFUs. Y'all know what it is. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. I'm about to. Probably need more water right now. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And so help you God, we are not drunk. But Euphonic Euphonic did Euphonic did bring a very special bottle um that we are that no, we're not doing that today. You should definitely have some. No, I, I got no, I have to I have to be somewhere. <laughs> and you'll be better when you get there when you do it. We'll, that's debatable. Mm, no, it's not. That is that's debatable. a certifiable fact. You don't want me to come in hot like that. It's not hot. That's a nice medium warm. It's cold outside, and this 120 proof you bourbon. Haven't been, you haven't been on a date with me. That's the problem. Well, no, it's not a problem, but 
You have you don't understand. Like my drunk days of dating. You're not drunk. You're just having a sample of 120 proof bourbon. A sample. Shout out to my boy Dennis for hitting, hooking me up with this. Uh, much much appreciated, bro. Like my like my days back in that day back in that day when I was actually like sociable. Nah, bro. That was the problem. Drinking was the problem. I will neither confirm nor deny these statements. Hey, you can. I, I don't care. You know, I said I will neither confirm nor deny these statements, sir. Fair enough. It's time for listener letters. Engagement. Uh, engagement. Engagement. I came in late. This I just really appreciate that y'all talk to us. Thank you. DJ Byrne hit us up. Hey! hey hit him with the year. Air horns. Um, DJ Burns said, it's been a while since I've commented, but I'm always listening and wishing you and the brand nothing but continued success. My question is, what strategies have you discovered for managing personal mental health in times of change and uncertainty? How can we incorporate these into our daily routines? And as always, I'll see you boys at the top. Love this guy. Uh, let's see. What did he say? Uh, strategies for managing personal mental health. Oh, man. Um, sometimes it's a matter of me creating through it. So I'll sit down and write and work on these and work on these upcoming comics. Um, sometimes it's a matter of one, one of the things that makes me feel the most at peace is on a nice day, um, on a nice non-mosquito-laden day, uh, uh, go outside most of the time. If you if you want to find me, you can find me outside, my, out in the, out in the garage, um, with some nice chairs, looking out at the sky, uh, at my in my relatively peaceful neighborhood. Um, it really does. I like most of the time, it's me, and I, I I like to watch the rain. But when it's when it's clear out, I I do feel at peace, and I feel fortunate. And it makes me, it reminds me of uh, where I'm at. Fluent? I do a daily review each evening. Um, And whatever emotions need to be felt, feel them. Whatever emotions need to be tabled, tabled. Uh, I try not to, or recognize the difference between dwelling versus feeling. Um, and so if it feels that I'm dwelling on something to document what that is and when to address that from a different mindset, um, then kind of monthly or quarterly check-ins of communicating with others who know what they're talking about in those spaces. Yeah. Right on, right on. Once again, really just appreciate the fact you guys even talk to us. And thank you for that question, uh, question. Brother Byrne. Uh, I myself will give you a couple, right? When I'm talking to creatives, I really do push creating, but not creating for the sake of creating because it's not about that perfectionism that you guys tend to have to deal with. Um, It's about giving permanence to the feeling that you're ruminating on. You just need to get it out sometimes. If you're not the type that feels you're creative, but you have routines, break up your routines. Do something a little differently. 
for the same reason we tend to re-watch shows that we've been watched, binge-watched before. Right. It's because we know what the protagonist is going to go through, and it releases little bits of serotonin and dopamine, and we know the protagonist is going to get through their story, right? There's a familiarity. There's That's a familiarity true. there. Yeah, you're right. So you need to break that up sometimes. You need to expose yourself and, and really get outside of that comfort zone. Never, never forget, like, we are a part of nature, y'all. Nature happens beautifully through a lot of chaos. You know what I'm saying? So that means you you have I love the fact that you ended with I check back in with myself. Those self-reflections are very very critical. You you're never not growing and you're never not thinking. So the more you can dial in and take inventory of what you're allowing to take permanence in your mind, man, the better. And if you're in a rut, lean in close if you're in a rut, y'all. Life operates like sound waves. For every peak you see, it's going to be a valley. But for every valley you're in, peaks happen. Now, you might you might be high frequency and it's a real quick peak in a valley. Or your shit might be long and take a little bit of time. But, like, just continue to work through it. Continue to check in. And for those that can, check in with others. Like, just, you don't have to sit on that. Speak on it, son. I I I can I I can rock with that and and for me I will say that in terms of anybody else trying to implement these things titties uh, titties that's also a good one sorry titties see. titties probably uh, have there's probably some serotonin science involved there I think so um, it goes back to the womb it's science son um <laughs> what, what? what? I, I made that so unserious I'm sorry. <laughs> What the fuck? I'm sorry. But you wanted to drink bourbon. I think you should. I switched to water. You are not serious people. You should definitely take a shot of bourbon on my behalf. Don't do it. Because I can't do a shot of bourbon right now, but you can. We'll do it after. You know what? I'll I'll put the video up. We'll, We'll do it after the show for Patreon. There's always some Patreon fuckery that he had afterwards. All right. Um... That was a good question. That was a really, really good question. Was a good question. Um, I, but yeah, I just real quick just to close it off. I, I there is something to be said about, especially coming out of the pandemic when we spent a lot of people spend a lot of time in their house, and even now that a lot of people spend a lot of time working from home, and uh, I had to get one of the things that where I'm you know I'm losing weight and getting back in shape, and there is something to be said about movement. And I read somewhere that, like, one of the things you can really do to help yourself and help your body is after you after you eat, like after dinner or, you know, whatever your big meal is, after lunch, whatever, it's good. Go for a walk. Go for a walk, like 20, 30 minutes. And that that does help you process the food in your body and I know somebody that like just went on walks after each big meal during the pandemic and they lost a lot of weight and good for them. Um, so, you know, just, and also a little perspective, like getting some fresh air really is a thing. When you're sitting in your house and you're on social media or whatever you're seeing and what to just open the door and let some fresh air hit you. Goes a long way. It really does. Um, 
Thank you, Burn. Thank you. Man, Burn be having gems, bro. Um, love that guy. Um, time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? We are making good time today. Um, number three. Actually, I have to see what I wrote down. Um, I'll be trying to put this together throughout the week and shit. Uh, number three is... Oh, God. TJ Holmes and Amy White Woman. Uh, the Good Morning America crew that got fired because they were fucking. Oh, yeah. I remember them. Fam, uh, it feels like a lot of shut the fuck up this, uh, this year, or at least in this quarter, is going to be based around who I want out of, who I want out of the group chat. <laughs> Take me out of TJ Holmes and Amy White Woman's group chat. And My the, God, for the love of God, he's not lying. The last hey, three, the, the last three episodes have been "Take me out of the group chat." <laughs> hey, fam. Take me, please, for the love of fuck. Take me out of this fucking group chat, fam. Now it's because every every article I see about them is some bullshit. Everything. It, now they want me to. Now they want me to feel sorry for them because they uh, allegedly they were um, the transition from you know their married partners that they were cheating on to being publicly together was hard on them and they turned to alcohol for a while. Mm-hmm. They and they want me to believe that it made them turn alcoholic together. I hey to fam, alcohol. hey fam, I don't need that one. Or it's been. <laughs> Or this, or I, just the headlines piss me off. Oh, it's been an uphill battle. You mean it hasn't? Y'all, y'all had spouses and children, and it was so hard on those spouses that those spouses that they cheated on are now fucking each other. <laughs> His wife and her husband are fucking. That's that Pippin Jordan shit right there. Hey, fam. That's that level of petty. And I hope they're happy. They're not, but I hope they, I hope sure. they go on trips. They're not. Let me tell you something. Any any union, and I can tell you this from two chicks that did that one of them I used to go with that didn't like me became friends just because they didn't like me, and that went nowhere. They ruined each other's lives. Like this that never works out. It's it's really like the comic books where the bad guys get together and they they never work out because they're too busy tripping over each other. Eh, Kang and Doom did it for a little bit. One where's run, Kang? One run. Well, John the Major has fucked that up. <laughs> so in this multiverse, <laughs> Kang is nowhere. But there was a there was a comic run where where Kang came back a couple of times and helped Doom. And, and but it's still served Kang in I'll the say, end. Yes. I'll say there are just many. There's just as many moments. Where that end that ended quickly, and Kang turned right around, and shot Doom in the face. That's true. <laughs> I just read some shit where he turned right around, and was like, "Sorry, Victor," and shot him in the face. I'm not gonna lie. I know this is a, a sidetrack and a tangent, but but favorite Kang Doom moment is when this nigga came, and then Adam Brashear showed up, and then oh, Kang was like, "Oh shit, Brashear," and then just left him. We got to get Blue Marvel just in, like in, the, in the movies, dog. They not gonna do it. We have. They to not be- gonna give a black man that kind of power. We got to. S tier power, bro. Nigga, we got to. We got to get Blue Marvel in the comics in, in the in the in the movies. They tried to give a black man power, and what did he do? Stop it! 
He ran away from a white woman. <laughs> That's what he did. That's what he did. He showed us. He showed us what a he showed us what an insufferable fuck he is. <laughs> fuck Jonathan Major stuff. All I'm saying is, if there was ever so, if there was ever a couple that I I want out of that group chat, it's TJ Holmes and Amy White woman. I promise you, dog. Enough. Enough. And they have a podcast now. They have a podcast where they just get to talk all about what it's like to be fucking, to just be two people fucking. I shut the fuck up. I, I, I would like to have a segment about that. That's 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 a group chat. I feel like I wouldn't want to be in. Not at all. Like you, Chrissy and John. Like you know those. Like you know those couples. You know those. Every every group of friends has that one couple where you know that they just got through fucking, and but that's all the time. He's like sending her like soon to be lyrics and songs, and she's like sending him shit she's gonna roast people with online. Fam, enough, enough of these people, enough of these people. Like the fifteen, do they even have jobs anymore? The fifteen minutes is over, dog. I really hope they're not getting paid for that fucking podcast. Of course they are. I mean, they are. They somebody is sponsoring that bullshit. Um, either way. It's over, fam. Enough. Shut the fuck up, please. Shut the fuck up! My God, what is what is wrong with these people? And we and we and we eat it up. And I blame us partially on a societal level because when that shit happened, that shit was so salacious. We all ate that shit up and got our jokes off. And I don't regret getting my jokes off because that shit was funny. That shit was funny when they had all the receipts and they showed all the scenes in Good Morning America where they were obviously flirting and fucking. That was funny, but it wore out its welcome. And and to them, I say, enough. I don't know. You, you got something. You got something. I was going to say, that's kind of how I feel about the, the, the couple on Morning Joe. When they were married, they just they were just so disgusting. Oh, Mika and Joe? Oh, my God. Man, they were disgusting before we found out they were fucking. I was like, if they not fucking, their spouses ought to be concerned. They're going to start. I was like, their spouses ought to be concerned, The best thing they could have done for their network was get married and go public with that marriage. (laughs) Watching them in the morning is like, come on, bro. It's too early for that. Starbucks was like, we ain't paying for this shit. It's too early for that. Get the fuck out of my face. Uh, Number two is Nikki Haley. Aw. Nikki Haley refuses to get her shit together. I promise, dog. She refuses. The great white hope. Bro, where is this shit? She didn't say some more dumbass shit. So, for those who aren't familiar with the first dumbass shit, it was that slavery wasn't why the Civil Civil War War happened. happened. But then she doubled back again and said that America has never been a racist country. Sure did. Show did. And then they were like, maybe you just misspoke. And she was like, no, 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 I mean it. <laughs> she really, she really was, she really had us, she really was talking shit as if racism is just the nothing that's coming over Fantasia. Get <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of my fucking face. Uh, and see, now. This is why y'all gotta stop burning books. Uh, r- correct. And now, dumbass Nikki Haley, where is it? Where is it? Here, I got it. I got it right here. Hold on. Fucking nincompoop. In New Hampshire. Um, You're talking about the ideals of America. But America was founded institutionally 
on many racist precepts, including slavery. But when you look, it said all men are created equal. I think the intent, the intent was to do the right thing. Now, did they have to go fix it along the way? Yes, but I don't think the intent was ever that we were going to be a racist country. The intent was everybody was going to be created equally. And as we went through time, they fixed the things that were not all men are created equal. Okay, enough. Enough. Fam, Nikki Haley fixed her mouth to say that America was not intended to be a racist country when this is a country that they literally stole people to build. It was built by people who they made second-class citizens based on their race and made them build a country for them. Are you out of your... F- I'm not mad at this. And no. then, and then, then, then we forget on, Manifest then, Destiny. And then went on to say they fixed it. The last president said he would pay bail to any of his supporters that beat niggas up and ran them over with their cars in the streets during rallies. What did they fix? What? So here, this is why Trump is. This is why Trump is the front runner in his party. Because he did a racism. So. I was gonna say he just he doesn't he doesn't say these stupid things to explain away his racism. He just gets up and does the racism. I just well, I, I could live with that. What I think you all are missing is is the escalation in candidates, right? Like Bush Jr., we knew he did coke, and we we're like, ah, oh, he'll be okay, and he wasn't. Uh, Trump, well, you know, anyone working in in television has done a modicum of things. But we're we're missing the point that not only could we have our first female like president, but president that's done meth at some point in their life. No, nah, you're because you're, because only meth eats away at 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 memories and historical facts. You're like thinking that. too small. You're thinking too small. Am I? No, this is what happened. First of all, that's not Nikki Haley up there. That's not Nikki Haley. They did a reverse get out. That's Herschel Walker up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's Herschel Walker up there, y'all. I'm telling you, they they did a reverse get out, and they they couldn't figure out what to do with him after he lost. So they preserved, they they froze and preserved his brain, and they swapped it out and put the real Nikki Haley in the sunken place somewhere. And they've got Herschel Walker up there making all those decisions because they're comfortable with dumbass Herschel Walker decisions. They're not comfortable with Nikki Haley being competent. So they has put, anybody seen Herschel Walker? Lately? I was just about to say. No, does, that's do, why. Does, Can we put an APB out for him? So does like the real Nikki? He's on that stage. I'm telling you where he is. <laughs> does the real Nikki Haley come out when the themes from the Jeffersons plays? Or like what? What black? Or is it like a Taylor Swift song? Like what happens to like? What's her camera flash? Uh, well, first of all, they have to. First of all, they have to play. Um, um, what's the my, uh, party in the USA? <laughs> That's how they switch between Nikki Haley. That's that is that is the song that awakens the dormant white women or puts the dormant white or puts the white women to sleep. They have to play party in the USA. 
and the Jay-Z song none. All that shit. Yeah. Nikki, get this film about the fuck out of my face. <laughs> pick Trump and pick Trump for the general. Let's get him and him and Biden up there to uh old man each other to death. And let's go. Let's just go. Enough of this. Enough of this. I don't want to see the rehab. Who's left? Her and what's his face? Who who's who's left? Haley DeSantis. And- yeah. Just but, that's, but, why I, that's why but, I sent just, you that photo. But wait, but wait, that's there's more. There's more. Yesterday, your favorite, favorite candidate, former candidate, has reemerged to formally put his sponsorship behind Donald Trump. And that is. Don't say it. Do not say it. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Are you about to say who I think you're about to say? Tim Scott. Okay. Well, I can take that. I thought you were going to say Chris Christie to be no. honest with you. Oh, no. Chris Christie is not putting his, his thing behind. I'm talking about Tim Scott, who was the first to fold after making all oh, that did. noise. Ow. And now he's trying to angle in as... We knew that was going to happen. Oh, but he's trying to angle in as the vice president, right? For the vice president pick. Yeah, yeah, uh, spoiler alert, y'all. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> Nikki Haley is intentionally... Uh, blowing this so she can end up being Donald Trump's vice president because because they can't you can't be the vice president and testifying against the vice president you can't do that Mike Pence we, we haven't heard hide nor hair from Mike Pence because because um, he told Trump to suck a dick a while ago you can't be vice president while testifying against your running man you can't do that can't do that so they're gonna phase him out and Trump is gonna and Trump is gonna run with Nikki Haley. That's what's gonna happen. They need they, we haven't had a Sarah Palin in a while, and we need a new one. And they're gonna they're rolling her out as the new Sarah Palin. But she has to display that she can be as dumb as Sarah Palin was, because that's what they voted for. They voted for a dumb chick that look all right that they can. They that, didn't vote for her though. They didn't vote for. They put a lot of they put a lot of power behind her. Put power, but they didn't vote for her. Like they pushed, like like they pushed her. So they're looking for somebody that they can push like that. And Nikki Haley is it. But she she figured out that she's too smart. Let me tell you something. Oh, I mean, at least for them, she's too smart. Something. So she had to be even dumber. If so they put Herschel Walker's brain in her head. If y'all successfully make America great again, I'm gonna leave. Real talk. I'm gonna just say that. Real talk. Real talk. Where would My I go? Just Where I go over the summer? Except I'll stay there. I'll go teach in China. I'm going to Puerto Rico. I, I go somewhere. But I won't be here. I, I refuse. No, nah, no. Nah, yeah, and nah, I ain't doing that shit. I refuse. Fuck that. Fuck that. No, thank you. I'm take a break. Fuck y'all. Um, Nikki Haley got to shut the fuck up. Though. Shut the fuck up! And the number one person who needs to shut the fuck up. How do you top that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> Is... HISD superintendent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> HISD superintendent Mike Miles. This dumb fuck. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for an excuse to talk about this stupid, constantly looking like a scolded child piece of shit. Fuck this nigga, dog. Honestly, fuck him. Fuck him with a diamond, with a, with, with a dirty diamond dick. Fuck him. Fuck him. So, for those of you that don't live here, the Houston ISD superintendent, basically, they marched him down here from wherever he was, from Dallas, where he was blowing it up there. They marched him down from Dallas, the the um, 
what's the what's what's the government uh, agency? Um, Governor that, Abbott. No, the the TEA. the TEA. Thank you. The TEA marched him down here because HISD, to their credit, was fucking up. And so the government got involved to clean house and to fix some of this shit. And apparently to fix some of this shit, they went and got a light-skinned Dolores Umbridge. Uh, And this stupid fuck has not made a good decision since. Either he's not making good decisions or he is intentionally just tanking HISD so he can fold it into whatever's next door. Um, uh, he, he's the same asshole that wanted to make a, um, play. No, he's no, a, someone no, else. No, he's the same asshole that wanted to turn all the libraries and all the schools into detention halls. Oh yeah. Um, and now he's the asshole for those, again, for those of you who don't live here, we just what? have, what, how did I miss that? What you did miss? Oh, you missed that one. He wanted to turn all the library. He want he wanted to fire all the librarians and turn the libraries into detention halls. Continue. I can't go ahead. Um, and that's just the least of the stupid fucking ideas he's had. He um, watching sixteen candles or something. What a dumb club? fuck. Um, so there was so recently this week there was a freeze and inclement. We don't Houstonians don't do good around winter inclement weather. Um. Just because we're not set up, we're just not set up for that. All the the special tires, the salt on the roads, all that shit, we're not set up for that. So there tends to be a lot of accidents. Um, our power grid isn't set up for that. Some people sometimes the power goes out and people die. Um, it we're it, it's it's all every time it's a bad scene. So um, HISD. Now we all know it takes literally a nuclear winter to shut HISD down. And so they went on and closed, closed the schools down. And I just want to give you the quote. Let's see. I want to find the quote, this stupid fuck. About being uh, essential? Um, about, uh, about the freeze not being an essential moment to shut schools down. Um, let's see. Uh, this is according to Houston Press. He said he regretted his action and wouldn't do it again. He also took a shot at what he called exaggerated fears about the damage the weather was going to do. He did add later, that doesn't mean we're going to school when there's a hurricane, but he made it clear that Tuesday's weather did not meet that standard. Quote, we made a decision to close schools today. I'm not sure that was the best decision. It was mine to make and I made it. I'm not sure it was the best decision. I think we missed an opportunity to develop a culture of essentialness. We need that. Our profession has gone away from that. We close schools too often in this country, in this profession. And we don't emphasize essentialness. No fire departments close. No police departments close. No hospitals close. And after those first responders, we're it. Except if we're in combat. The difference between teachers teachers (laughs) and between first responders, fire departments, police departments and hospitals is that those people are keeping people alive. Hey, look, stop real quick. No, for real, for real. This is going to be funny, but I'm being so serious when I say this. If you... (laughs) The day I get up and go to work and I am handed a firearm to do my job, I assure you a kid is running me money that day. And I'm going to tell you what's worse. Oh, no, keep going. Keep going. If you take 
anybody in public school and you put them in the same positions of any of those people you just named, the dynamics in schools would be so different. I'm just saying when it's emergency outside and I can't get a hold of the police or hospital or the fire department, I'm definitely calling my teacher friend to come save me. Because, right? Because no. they're content masters. Because I know you have all the weapons, sir. Their content <laughs> mastery is going to get you through. What? Hey, fam. Hey, fam. And guess what? It's a blizzard. What's and, on the syllabus? Help and, me. And guess what's worse? Is that he said this while as we speak right now, half the schools in HISD are empty. Don't have heat. Either don't have heat, don't have power, or both. And you wanted these motherfuckers. This nigga hurts my head. Somebody needs to fight this nigga. I mean, fight him. Somebody will. Fist fight him. Somebody will. One, and guess what? He was going to be in for a rude awakening because it was going to be a bunch of parents. That Guess what? That kid just wasn't going to be in school that day. And when it was, and when it was, and when it was a, a, a Tuesday, there were a bunch of kids that weren't in school. And when it was an op, and when it was going to be an operating school day, and it was going only going to be three kids in a classroom. Then he was really going to be upset because they was going to like they was going to fire his ass up. As a matter of fact, one of the HISD board members was like, "I'm glad you said that because that might be your fucking exit ticket." I'm concerned with how y'all treat people in these professions, man. I, what the fuck? Why are you uh, not even just education, but like healthcare, service oriented uh, roles, customer service? Like, you lose any one of these industries for real, for real. And a teacher and a firefighter should not be on the same level at all, man. And if if you're gonna put them on the same level, you need to be paying them on the same level. I, I don't think firefighters get paid enough either. Yeah. Talking about two industries, like all these industries are underfunded. I'd actually think we're doing better than they are. Fam, I, oh my God, fuck this nigga, dog. Honestly, I, I'm sick of this nigga. I really am. I don't have kids, and I'm not in school myself. Fuck this nigga, dog. But honestly, honest, I feel bad for the youth, man. How many more years before we get a new Martin or Malcolm? Never. No, never. It's not happening. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. And we can talk about no, it on Patreon. Obama? There's a lot of reasons. No. No. Never. No. No, and, and for whatever it looks like for this generation, it doesn't have to yeah, be no. Be, no, yeah, because it would the the reason why it won't be anything that was like that is because of the social structures and perceptions that exist that bring a character like that in. The culture has changed too much from then to no. I don't know. That, I, that's I mean, not I, I, to be clear, I'm merely talking about someone who can galvanize around a, a real concern. No, we need a new plan. We need a new, we need a new a new hierarchy a new system but even, all of that shit yeah, that's, but that, even, that's not happening even with Obama we weren't galvanized around the real concerns we were galvanized around we were galvanized around hope we we were yeah I was to say we were galvanized around the concept and the ideal that could be represented without and, the actual plan and the culture of celebrity as well yes um, also no that's not happening no. God, y'all stress me. That ain't happening. This, the, again, for the for the, for the fuck inner Mike circle, Miles. By the way, fuck Mike Miles. Inner circle friends listening. This is why I don't go outside because I don't like how outside operates. I'm just come with me. No, That's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. I've heard, I, I, I've heard your stories. I operate hey man, on a no different way. I operate on it's a different. No way better than your stories. Hey man, hey man, get that chick, get that chick you showed us. Uh, we'll be out there. That's we'll in Argentina. 
give a fuck. Uh, we'll figure it out. You want to drive out to Argentina? We'll, crowd, we'll crowdfund her out he, here. He, he's saying we a lot. I <laughs> <laughs> recommend that. <laughs> no. Um, Mike Miles got to get. He, dog, he got to get the fuck out of here. It's time. We got find something on him. We got to find something on him. And if we don't find anything on him, frame him. Make it up. <laughs> Frame him, y'all can fr- y'all can find any reason to frame any of these regular niggas that be sitting around. Y'all are, y'all are busting somebody's house and just and just jerk off and put some semen underneath they underneath they <laughs> underneath their bedroom I, and say he did some shit. But this, y'all can't find something on this nigga. This is not the third act of Street Kids. What are you going through? Y'all frame y'all frame niggas for anything except what we need y'all to get them the fuck out of here for. If this was a reg- if this was a regular nigga that just saw some shit on the corner and smoke and was sitting in his house smoking weed, minding his business, y'all would have framed y'all would have framed him and shot him in the back in twenty four hours or less. But y'all let this stupid motherfucker ride. Come on, man. Come on, man. At least at least let that racism work across the board. Come on, man. They are. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. They letting this. They letting this old light skinned Dolores Umbridge ass nigga pa- uh, pass, and I don't like it. Uh, let him pass. Let him do his job. Yeah. Do him. Treat, keep Creek. the same energy. Do him like you did Henry Louis Gates when he was trying to get in his fucking house. Man, it's creating cogs. I'm just saying, people bl- that'll wake up and say Hell Hydra one day. I'm just saying, use some of that evil racism for the common good. Y'all, keep the same energy that y'all had for Henry Louis Gates when he was just trying to mind his business and get in his fucking house. Keep the same energy. Your kids got to go to school, too. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, did we do a podcast? Damn, it's the end already? It is. It, it has, Holy shit. It has been a few hours. Has it really? It has. I have time traveled, y'all. <laughs> It has. I guess so. Do you man. want to do it again? I kind of no, do. No. Come back next week. Fuck Come you. back next week, bro. Or get on the Patreon. I, <sighs> get extra content on the Patreon. It's true. It's true. You can do that. Whatever, man. Yeah, we did a podcast. Sure. All right. All right. <laughs> podcast uh, was done. Guys, thank you so much. Um, Nobody wants to keep talking. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have these these two niggas here. Um, did, You're only gonna go home and go to sleep. Did you did you know these niggas? Uh, these niggas really s- still call themselves guest hosts. No, these niggas. This is the team. <laughs> this is the team. Like uh, I don't think anybody's unclear on this being the team. We will find and that. Granted, if y'all want to do a thing where we bring in a, where where we bring in guest hosts, uh, it, you know, you want to bring your friends, we can. Uh, except that one, except that one nigga fluent, he he can't come. Uh, but which one? Uh, well, I'll tell y'all fair. Um, Did we ever get that bingo? We got to get that bingo popping. Uh, that's one of the things we want to do in Q one is we, opinions while black bingo. We do have the first two giveaways set aside. We just got to figure out how to get it. How we're gonna give? How we're gonna pick who to give them to? Um, and we'll 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 work through that this week. Um. Definitely, somebody's going to have something in their hand for Valentine's Day. Oh, definitely. yeah. Definitely. Something in, you know what? Stop. Yeah, we Stop. did a podcast. Stop. We did a podcast. <laughs> Other than that, um, make good decisions. Don't catch COVID. Um, wash your damn hands. Wash. And change your drawers. Change your fucking underwear, bro. Change your underwear. I can't stress this enough. Stop listening to Terry Crews. And uh, please, please, Terry Crews. 
Ashton Kutcher, Paul Wall, all the motherfuckers. Stop listening to people. Um, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to each other. We all need each other through these times. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery next week. Um, other than that, this has been episode 248, 248 of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. I have been Phonic. I am the fluent one. And as always, forever imparting titties. titties. Nope. <laughs> I knew I was going to do it. Knew I was going to do it. Clap. Make sure you hold them like you miss them the next time you see them. Uh, sir. Huh? <laughs> huh? Sir. Yeah, I was supposed to come. Uh, I actually don't have a comeback for that. Big ass titties. Bye, niggas. Oh.